Hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome to the Kill Connor Club podcast. We're live on the main channel and, and Tyler's here. Jesus fucking Christ, we're back. We're back. We are back. Well, and I can't believe sorry. after all this, because we were, we were sitting down to record as normal, because we're like, oh yeah, you know, we'll put this out this week. You check your channel, strikes gone, we're like, huh. 20 minutes we can start a stream if you want okay it was the most random like we're just gonna stream and I've, i'm happy a lot of you are here but it was so random so anyone watching this video i apologize we will be way more prepared next time but, but um yeah we're back it's 2016 We've got it on iTunes, for those who don't know. Kill Connor Club is on iTunes now. It's in the link in the description, whether it's on my channel or James's channel. Because I think I'm posting the first 15 minutes on my channel. Just for self-advertising, because we can. Yeah. But I'm so happy that we're back. We've got the new drawings from Harlan, of us. I think it looks fucking amazing. Like, I loved the first one. I love this one way more. And... Seeing this on there now, I'm like, oh my god, it looks amazing. It looks so professional. And now we're on SoundCloud and on iTunes, and it's amazing. It's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, I just want everyone to let us know what the audio is like and what the quality is like, because I'm just worried everything's gonna go to shit. But just, yeah, just let us know how everything's going and if it sounds right, and if it's like lagging the fuck out or whatever. Because I'm, I'm just expecting my internet to have a seizure. Yeah, so am I. Uh, like, it likes to do that, but um, just got to hope for the best. Um, doing a speed test to check and everything looks okay. So, so should be good. I really hope no one in my house decides to start downloading while I'm streaming. But uh, <laughs> Okay. I mean, you sound slightly on the ropey side. On the ropey side? What does that mean? Yeah, it's kind of like... It just kind of like sounds uh, like there's a connection problem between me and you. I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. It's bound to fucking happen. Um, yeah, my, my, my internet's not doing too bad. It looks okay. Um, but yeah, thanks for it on there, guys. It's great. I can listen to it uh, now wherever I want to listen to it instead of at home. I agree. You're welcome, bro. I agree. Um, it's, it's great. I think it's the best place to put it. Uh, for for whether you if you want to watch it live, obviously on YouTube if you can, but iTunes yeah. to me is the easiest place. I listen to all my podcasts on iTunes, and most of my friends yeah. do. So now I'm actually like, hey guys, I have a podcast. Here it is, and just like pushing it on them. I'm a pusher. Mm. That's what I do. It's good. It is good. It's got this. The, see, the only thing with the stream right, I uh, it's annoying me because everyone else is saying it's fine, but for me, you sound really weird. And it's also OBS is telling me that we're like dropping a fuck ton of frames. So I don't know. Everyone else is saying it's okay, so I'm not sure. But, um. Well, is it because you're me. streaming a podcast in 1080p? Possibly. I don't know why I decided to stream in 1080p. That's, I don't know what's fucking wrong with me. Yeah, I don't know either. But. You should have stopped me. Yeah. Well, no one said anything. So if there is an issue. Oh, you sound fine now. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. I'm sure everything uh, will work out. Yeah, and I mean, even if it's not live, I'm recording too. And that's probably what'll go on iTunes anyway for the best quality. So the best be quality. I wanna, I wanna ask, even though we're live right now, I just wanna ask anyway. With the podcasts on iTunes, 
would it be a good idea to, if we record a podcast and it's pre-recorded, to put it out on iTunes first? Yes. Yeah. So that then we can be like the podcast will be out on iTunes first, and then we drive the traffic to the to the iTunes. Kill Connor Club business meeting is live. Oh, yeah, we love doing these things. Remember that? Remember the, uh, the podcast we did with Joe, where it was basically us designing T-shirts in a Skype call for a couple of hours. That's the best. That was hilarious. Oh, it's fantastic. Why does Tyler sound like he's using a Bluetooth microphone? I don't know. It should be all right now. Everything's kind of even itself out, I reckon. But um, I wanna I wanna bring something up just before we get started into everything that we had planned. I wanna bring something up because this I read this last night. And it was a comment that I got. And it really annoyed me. And I didn't put it on Twitter because I wanted to bring it up in the podcast. But I'm going to read the whole thing. It's kind of long, but I'm going I'm to read the whole thing. Where did this come um, from? It was on um, my video, the what is the best Assassin's Creed game? So it was like me basically ranking the Assassin's Creed games from worst to best. Yep. This was okay. before Syndicate came out, so Unity was the newest game. So um, I'll tell you which game is which when I read his points. Because basically what he did was he numbered like eight to one and put points about each of what I said, and kind of like put his own opinion. But it gets really weird, and he's kind of talking about things that I haven't said. So um, so for a start, he put number eight, which is Unity. He said, I've yet to play this one, but I'm very interested. I enjoyed researching the French Revolution and love the idea of being in France. No matter what it, no, no, uh, no matter what anyone says, I will determine good or bad for myself. Those who usually say, keep your money, it's not worth it, that's your opinion, it has no merit for me. Which isn't that bad of a comment. That was pretty... Okay, number seven was uh, Assassin's Creed 3. He said, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. The landscapes going into the past before the Declaration of Independence was written. I loved it. The fighting for me was a little easier to follow, and I love that we get to see what happens through the eyes of the Native Americans. That was pretty okay. But this is where it starts to go a little bit downhill. Okay. Um, so number six was AC4. He said, this, this, by the way, also, this list is fucked up. So Yeah, well, I know. The fact that you put Rogue yeah. at, um, at three... As um, Ace has just pointed out, is embarrassing. Brotherhood and everything. Um, anyway, yeah, I'll kill you. But so, so <laughs> but AC4, he said, I love this game. I love seeing the pirates and didn't enjoy the ship missions and didn't like the eavesdropping parts, but I did enjoy the fighting. The story for me was wonderful. It was a brand new t- take on the assassins and a new challenge. But I didn't expect the sage in like, like quotation marks, would be Black Bart. Dude, that was the whole idea of a new Assassin's Creed game. A new take, a new idea, and not the same old recycled shit over and over again. I just want to point out that the point that I made was the fact that it didn't focus that heavily on the assassins, which is why it's not not as higher in the list, because it was like, what's the best Assassin's Creed game? So I was like, it's an amazing pirate game, but for an Assassin's Creed game, that's the only reason why it's not higher in the list. Yep. Okay. I think my point was fair enough. Anyways, number five was Assassin's Creed 1. Again, I don't know why that's at number five and Rogue is above it. I'm going to definitely do this again with Syndicate included, but um, I have to agree here. I expected much more with Altair's story and it didn't come to light. The whole eavesdropping parts from a bench and having to get close enough for someone not to notice you is weird and insane, but it was the first of its kind and a whole new original story. It started with Altair and it should be higher because of that point. He's literally telling me it should be higher because it was the first game that came out. Yeah, it makes it's an ironclad argument. Um, I don't see any force there. Yep, keep going, keep going. Then he said, now, unless you do your research on the Templars, you'll know that in this timeline, the Knights Templars were real. They really did exist and wore those colours. But this proves the old saying, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I'm really confused there. Did he, like, try and... I'm... Like... Because I don't remember saying in it, Templars aren't real and they didn't actually wear these colours. I don't, like... Look, man, sounds pretty ironclad. I just uh, it's like 
fighting against something that I didn't say. Look, and I'm really if he fighting. said you said it, you said it, okay? So just <laughs> maybe keep reading. Yeah. Uh, okay. To me, I'm number, with him all the four. way. I'm with him. Number four, which was Brotherhood for some reason. Now this one, I would put much higher on the list. This was incredible, and not just because I love Rome, also because I love the story. The fact that Claudia wasn't as helpless as everyone thought, and the return of Leonardo da Vinci. Now this is the bit that gets me. If, if you don't know the name, and you think it's only popular because of the game, get a history lesson, especially in the Renaissance era. What does that mean? What, what was that know. point? I feel like, I feel like, I mean, that point would have made sense if in the video I said Leonardo da Vinci wasn't a good character, and I don't know why Ubisoft created him. Would it, that that would have made sense? Because obviously I would have been talking like a fucking idiot, and he would be like, "Yeah, Leonardo da Vinci was real. Get a get a history lesson." But he literally like, it doesn't make sense. Like I didn't say anything about Leonardo da Vinci not being real or like, what? Well, to be f I do agree with him though because um, it should have been higher on the list. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> for sure, or should have been higher on the list. Number four behind Rogue. Um. So anyways, Make Rogue physically was, Ill. um, I have not played Rogue, though I soon will, but I do not like how you whine about the Assassins versus Templar storyline. Did it ever occur to you that the fans are pretty tired of that recycled old storyline and people want to see something different? Of course not, you're still hung up about the same old thing. Same old thing that gets boring after the franchise dies, after the same recycled idea. Perhaps something to think about next time you're, you whine about the old storyline. Now, I just want to say that he's basically telling me that the games shouldn't revolve around Assassins and Templars anymore. Because what I was saying is, the, the parts in this game that I like is the fact that they brought to light the Assassin's vs. Templar storyline, which they didn't do a huge amount in Assassin's Creed 4, and even, I suppose in Unity they did, but it wasn't heavily about that, it was kind of more about other stuff, whereas Rogue was kind of like, it kind of really showed you the Assassin's vs. Templars and focused heavily on that, and he was like, why are you fucking whining about that? The games don't need that, like, I just feel like, it's an Assassin's Creed game, so, Assassin's vs. Templars is the main plot point. Like again, man, I, I I just think you're wrong. I just think he's right. And you're <laughs> wrong. Um, man, that's about it. Yeah. This next one, this next one is fucked. So two was Revelations, and he said I didn't care for Revelations. To be blunt, I hated it. The story was bland and boring. If I'm gonna play an Assassin's Creed game, I better be entertained. And with Revelations, I was not. I thought it felt short of AC2 and Brotherhood, with the two games being prior successes. Revelations was dull and boring. Playing with both Altair and Ezio at different times was okay, but overall, the story sucked. Okay, now he's pissed me off. <laughs> now he's awoken the dragon. Oh, God. Oh, this <clears throat> next one. This next one. What he said about Assassin's Creed 2 is just fucking weird. He was like, AC2 is long. I do not... I, I do like that I get to jump around Italy and go through Venice and Florence, which, which is good and awesome, but it's a tad too long for my attention span. Uh, and it gets, it's it never too gets, much value for money <laughs> and it never gets to the point in Florence when Ezio's father and two brothers were murdered spoiler alert that jumped to the point but my attention span afterwards was dead and I got bored my opinion I can voice my opinion you don't like, like it ignore it <laughs> he's so aggressive like I love how he's know, the whole thing was like really like hostile you, it's like you guys have been in an argument and, but yeah, that's like YouTube videos it's like he's been sitting there seething as he's listening, every point you make, he's like, fuck this guy, fuck this guy, <laughs> fucking piece of shit, fucking... Do you know what's funniest uh, for me, okay. though? Do you know what's funniest what? part for me? This is the most classic James thing ever. We haven't been live more than 15 minutes, and we're already going through people's comments that you hate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. So great. I just... 
he like what something else I want to say is it, like that entire comment is as if I said in the video, "Don't give me your opinions because you're all fucking wrong." Fuck, fuck you. And he's just got really angry about it. He's like, "It's my fucking opinion. I'm allowed to say it. Don't tell me I can't." It's like, didn't didn't say that, mate. You can say whatever you want. I'm with this guy. I like him. I think we could be friends. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> thanks to everyone for showing up. We've currently got 34 viewers. That's really really cool. Be sure to subscribe and like the stream because that'd be cool. Anyways. So, do you want to jump into Empire? Do we could, but, 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 but hold your horses, Just, mate. Hold your horses. <laughs> we haven't. I'm, I'm eager. We got to catch up, bro. We haven't done a podcast in over a month and a half. Not like no, we, we haven't, haven't talked to each other, but <laughs> but geez, okay. what's happened since Jesus Christ? It's been since Luma's podcast is the last time we did an actual podcast. Which feels oh, like Jesus, yeah. Ages when was the last time we live? Like that was a really long time ago. Super what did Rebels. I do? With I had a drink. The what fuck did I put it? Carry on. I'll find it in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I did not. I just like before we started the stream, I went downstairs to get a drink. I don't have it anymore. Look, man. Um... Oh, there it is. I found it. Hang on. Jesus a Christ. Okay. Look back. Look Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kill Connor Club podcast, where we sit around distracted by drinks. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Right. So since then, since um the, our last podcast, and I'm so excited that um everyone's here. I'm so excited it's on your main channel. But you did the 24 oh. hour live stream. Oh yes, we did do that. We did do that, and we were trying to do Brotherhood. 100. percent We fucking gave up on that shit. We we're just like, nah, fuck this. It always happens because it's like you get to a point where it's like, yeah, I just don't want to play this game anymore. Like. But you um, completed the 24 hours, almost. We did indeed, we Thank did, and we raised, like, what was it, like, I think at this point, I, there's something, it's something like 550 pounds, but we also got an extra 100, which was an offline donation from my mum's work, so that's 650 pounds or something like that, so... That's amazing. That's amazing. That is super cool. I was so stoked when um you guys, because I, I mean, I was there, it was awesome to watch because I was just kind of like woke up or like I finished work and it started and I was like oh cool and I stayed up for a bit woke up oh you guys are still there here we are talk to friends talk to friends and then went to work and you guys are still going but I kind of was like every time I was on a break at work I'd jump on my phone and watch and watch the uh the stream go on and then I I joined just yeah. as you guys hit the goal with what three hours left yeah and you guys almost fucking quit on us yeah, some bitch. someone like someone fucking donated like like a hundred and thirty nine pounds or something. I was like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? What a hero! That was great. What an absolute legend. But you kept it going, and it was um that was awesome to watch, man. That was super cool. Uh, it was good. It's good to do. I mean, at the time, I'm pretty sure it was fucking hell, but looking back on it, it was decent. Yeah, you would so have regretted stopping. After yeah, definitely, hours. definitely. But at the time, it's kind of like, I'm not going to regret this. I just need to stop. I need to sleep. But then afterwards, I would have been like, oh, I fucking disappointed myself. There was, yeah, so much pain. I was um disappointed in one thing, though. There was uh -huh. no fucking tree. Oh, I know. No, everyone was disappointed in that. I mean, sometimes you have to make sacrifices, and our sacrifice was the tree. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, we're going to have to have, like, if we do another one next year, which I don't know whether it'll happen. I mean, if, if it happens, I don't, I don't know whether Luke's going to be there. I feel like it will definitely happen, but I don't know whether Luke is going to be there or not. Because he... Uh, he what? I don't know. He's trying to get into drama school. So, 
Is that out of um Yeah, like he'll have to like yeah, go live somewhere else and shit. So don't know. We'll see what happens, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, well, that'll be sad. I think I'll cry. Indeed. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's your best mate, and you're just like, yeah, same, kind of, I guess. Same. Yeah, I might cry. I'm, I'm a little bit. Yeah, so tear. Shout out to you. Tear. Tear. Um, yeah, I want to say the, in the uh, fucking everyone's saying in the chat, it, it was the in the 24 hour stream. All those fucking spoilers, though. That was a battle and a half. That oh. was ridiculous. Though the thing is, just that guy. Sp- there was that one guy that like went to weightlifting school or some shit. No, he's a professional weightlifter. But well, this is what he goes. I'm a weight. I'm a weightlifter. I'm a weightlifter. I'm like, like you're like that's your title. You're a weightlifter as a profession. Like, you're not a weightlifter because you go to your local gym and you lift fucking weights. Then I'm a professional weightlifter. Like, what is that? Do you do competitions? Are you paid to do it? You can't just say it's like saying. Um, I'm a stand-up comedian because I do comedy acts in front of my mirror or to my parents or something like. You, yeah. It doesn't count just because you do it. You you know, are you paid to do it? Do you actually sell tickets? Do you do it professionally? Do you do it at an event? Are you hired? It's it's just. Yeah, it was, that was things. fucking weird. He was and, like, "What was the thing that he said?" It was the um. I used to be a professional weightlifter until I dropped a zero kilogram weight on my knee and fucked it or something like that, which me and George still joke about because that was fucking... Jesus Christ. It was it was a classic moment. It was a classic yeah. moment. There was, yeah. a, there was a lot of highlights Definitely. in that still stream. still need to edit the highlights, and it'll happen at some point. You haven't point, even started, but... have you? Nah. No, I didn't think so, yeah. Cool. Nah, it'll happen at some point. But now I can upload longer than 15 minutes, I can get that out. Yeah, true. And that'll be great. Yeah, probably still should have planned today. Anyway, well, like... Uh... <laughs> Uh, all, but talking about the spoilers and everything with Star because all Star Wars spoilers, <laughs> just to let people know now, because we're going to talk Star Wars probably at some point later on in the podcast, it has been a month now. It is, what's the date today? Is today the 17th? Today's the 17th. 17th? So yeah. it came out on the 17th in Australia and 18th everywhere else, I guess, like in UK That's and stuff. A month ago, yeah. It's a month. If you haven't seen it, it, we're allowed to talk about it. Spoilers are can be talked about in Star Wars at this point. It's the biggest movie of all time. If you haven't seen it, you have gone out of your way not to see it. That doesn't mean everyone else exactly. is allowed to talk about exactly. it at this point, you know. You're the asshole now for not seeing it and making everyone else have to be like, oh, we can't talk about it because this guy hasn't seen it. Nah, well, too bad. We're going to yeah, talk about it. we're going to lose, like, so many viewers. Now, I'm pretty sure everyone has, Everyone's... Like, who hasn't seen it? Yeah, everyone's How much money like it, it made? Yeah. Like, no, no one's, no one's going to see it, so... Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I have no sympathy for anyone that gets a sport at this point. I'm like, well, you've, you've got... I mean, actually, to be honest, if someone hasn't doesn't know what happened and they really want to know, what a commendable effort to last that long. Like, how have you lasted a month without just seeing memes on Facebook or something? Like, it's pretty incredible. It's ridiculous. It's impossible. Ah, uh, classic. But okay. Well, this year, we've got... A lot of plans, I guess, for the podcast. We've talked about a lot of stuff, guests, segments, what we're going to do. I think the thing we at least know for now that we can tell everyone is that it's we're going to try to do it every second Sunday like we were doing at the end of last year mm-hmm. from this point on. Definitely. 
Yeah, and it should more or less be live a lot of the time because it's way better live. But so if it's not, then it will be because we have a guest or something, I think. Like a special guest, like a really special guest. Because if it's just another YouTuber, then I think... Fuck them. <laughs> you know, live is normally how we do it. But um, if, like, with Victoria, we did a pre-recorded, obviously, um, because mm. like, the chat would have been cancerous. And then we had VPR on, I think. BPR was live, and then Luma was uh, pre-recorded. Yeah. yeah, no, BPR was pre-recorded as well because it was scheduling was conflicts. I think, yeah, it was definitely pre-recorded. Yeah, oh, shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was, it was Joe good. we had on when it was live, and he was just there like, no, nah, I have no idea what's going on. And then he didn't remember the names of uh, Jacob and Evie. He was like, who's that? Who's that? Who's who's that new assassin? Who 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 is that? To be honest. <laughs> And then, I, and then I was, we were just like, wait, what do you mean new assassin? It was like, he was like, there's, there's Evie, and then, and then we were just like, you talking about fucking Evie Edward? and Jacob? And he's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. And then, and then I'm just like, I can fucking, like, Dr. Ordle's so mad. And he's like, is, it, is that one of your viewers? We're just like, oh, God. The community is exploding. exploding. He doesn't know what's going on. Also, Ordle's changed his name. He's now Lawkeeper Ordle instead of Dr. Ordle. Oh, there he is. Do you know what destroys yeah. me? You can change the names, but don't change your avatars, guys. If you're oh, that rigged, fucks me up. That fucks me up more than everything. When I see your avatar, I know you based on your avatar more than I know you from your name. Because I can yeah. see your avatar and be like, oh, I know who that is. So exactly. When... Like if I see Arno pop up in the chat, I fucking know that's Hellcar. Yeah, or Connor's retarded face. I'm like, ace. And then, yeah, exactly. So seeing Dr. Ordle change that logo, I'm like, God damn it, Ordle, what? That annoys me more than anything. I'm like, I don't know it's you, because you keep changing that. that I know. Even if, even if you left it the same colour and the same font and just changed the text, maybe I'd still notice. But you fucking changed everything. And now I'm just like, I don't know. Like, when Amir changed his thing, because who was he before? Because he was, um, it was just Amir, and then his picture was something else. Wasn't it just like the but... Assassin logo or something? I don't know. Man, I, got I think so, but I'm so used to being a potato now, now so I'm, I'm alright with that now, but... You know, you can't change it back in there. That's just the reality. Yeah. Did you Did you see what happened to Joe the other day? We should probably we could talk about that. So for those who don't know, that are new, Joe was their old co-host. <laughs> 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 he's not anymore. Who doesn't do YouTube anymore? That's why he's not in the drawing anymore or anything. Because <laughs> it kind of got awkward. Everyone's like, "Why is Joe still in this drawing? He's never on." Well, you know. Yeah. What's that wolf-looking horse thing on the side? Well, it's it's a sheep, but um. Well, it's I'll give you that one. It's a sheep. Yeah, well, it's, it's there really now. So, yeah. Um, anyway, um, what were we saying? <laughs> Joe, Joe. Joe was our old co-host. Yeah. So, you want to tell tell me the story? Because I really don't even understand what the fuck yeah. happened. So, I, I was, basically, I was on Twitter, and then someone tweeted me, and they were like, yo, did you see Joe just uploaded a video? I was like, nah, you're lying to me. I think it was Ace, actually. And then and I went that's over because to that's because Joe doesn't make YouTube videos anymore. That's yeah, why Joe, he doesn't Joe do doesn't the podcast. So I was like, oh my fucking god! So I went over to Joe's channel and I saw it uploaded video, and it was like subscribe to Raw PM, and I was like, the fuck is this shit? Because the the title of it was playing Assassin's Creed Unity co-op. Come and play with me, and then the the thumbnail was just subscribe to Raw PM, and I was like, the fuck! So I clicked on it. And there was no link in the description or anything. It was just, like, there was just nothing. And it was just this one, like, white background. And it had text on it and just said, subscribe to Raw PM. And that was it for, like, a couple of seconds. And I was like, Gio, what's going on? So I, like, DM'd him. And he was like, oh, it's probably someone at college fucking with me. So he, like, deleted everything on that, um, 
on on the on the channel. He also said he accidentally almost deleted the Q and A request video, which would have been tragic. How bad? Uh, yeah, tragic. Now he can't answer all those questions. I know all of those desperately needed questions from like seven years ago. But yeah. um, he he like um like all that shit happened, and then you check his um, about page. I, I don't know whether he's changed it back yet, but. Let me just go and grab it. Uh, the game in. Super she Rebels here. Super Rebel there. Because I swear I modded him. Is it the real one, though? So confused. Yeah, it's the real one. It's the real one. I thought he was modded, but I guess not. Say so he was a moderator. Amazing. Uh, Cinnabar's here. Jake's here. Okay, howdy. Yeah. Pirate. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, Joe's about page. Let me just check. Oh, here it is. Okay, so it says, Hello, ladies and gentle. My name is the Gaming Fag, and you are reading my channel description. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's aggressive. I'm going to start my channel description like everyone else starts theirs, which is starting with what I hope to accomplish on YouTube. It's quite basic, to be honest. What I hope to accomplish on YouTube is to build an ass Assassin's Creed community in which everyone has fun learning and discovering new things and a comment section that talks to one another and helps each other out. Obviously, my channel is not 100% shit Assassin's Creed content, Sometimes I like to do other things in my time, such so as play with men. As long as my subscribers are happy and everyone is having fun, I'll be motivated to continue doing what I am doing, which is having cum on my chest. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what? what? No idea. That's so aggressive. Yeah, I know. I don't know who that was, but um, I think Joe's sorted everything out now, so that's all right. Although that hasn't been sorted out, and I don't think I met remember to tell him, so I should probably let him know. Jesus Christ. That, that is I mean... hilarious. That's... I oh, know. That was... <laughs> that's... It's... Jesus. Uh... Ethan's here, our boy. Uh, oh, Ethan's here. Yes, we can begin now. Okay. We just stalled. Yeah, we've just been stalling. Ethan, we didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was like the... the like. Like, 45 minutes before Super Rebel showed up on episode 11. We were just <laughs> that was... talking about fucking uh, UFC or whatever. whatever. Whatever we could kind of talk about while trying to pull uh, it off. Oh, God. Wow. Yes, what what a brilliant, brilliant time the Kill Connor Club's been. I'm so excited for this year. I mean, it's going to be big. Like, I, I just see it. It's going to be amazing. The growth being so huge. And... The movie back at the, the, end the main of the year channel. And, yeah, oh, back well. on the main channel. My God, don't It'd get a great. fucking strike again, or I'll kill you. Seriously, um, <laughs> I'll do my best. So I think we've put it off long enough. Um, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Hang on, hang on. One thing beforehand. <clears throat> okay. Um, because <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. Okay. Jesus Christ, everyone's still going off on Game and Sheep. Did you, Tyler, did you ask Corey if you can tell that embarrassing Tyler's Tales? If not, tell him now, because I need to know this story. Oh, that story. I'll message Corey right now. Just hang on one sec. I'll, and so we've got BPR this, this is here. you told me, right? Okay. Yeah. you told me after the Luma stream. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've told you this one. That was a fantastic yeah. story. So we've got BPR, Super Rebel, and Ethan here. We've got all our boys here. I love oh, it. I'm so, so hyped. Oh, we need now is Brett. What the fuck's Brett? Brett's always here. Okay. Actually, what time is it over there? In in he's on the e, e West Coast, so pretty fucking. No, he's on the East Coast. I thought he lived in. Is he? I guess shit. I don't he's know, in shit. Florida. Okay. Flo oh, okay. Yeah. I don't Just know. Late. Shit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's seven thirty a.m. for him. Yeah, pretty so, fucking early on a Sunday. Yeah, so he's not gonna. 
Okay. So I'll ask Corey, but until then, let's talk about Assassin's Creed, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, because I haven't even talked about this on the channel. Like, I kept putting it off. I'm like, oh, I'll do one. I'll do this rumor discussion later. I'll just kind of put it off. Now I'm just probably yeah. going to upload it as, like, this video right now. Like, just this segment of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> essentially, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of rumors going around. I don't know much about them. <laughs> but... Supposedly 2016, no Assassin's Creed game. 2017, the game's going to be set in Egypt. Yes. And supposedly that's because of the poor response of Unity that led to, and this is the this is the this is the kicker here. This is really what counts: the poor sales of Syndicate due to Unity. Ubisoft don't give a shit that we didn't like Unity. It's because Syndicate sales are a bit <laughs> down, and they're like, "Oh fuck, maybe we should do something about it." Because the only thing that matters to them is their fucking ass pocket their wallet, which is, no offense to Ubisoft, it's just a business, that's how it works. And now, do we believe that? Because Kotaku's reporting it, but they're not reporting it like it's with any evidence other than, I've heard from sources, anonymous... Yeah, it was something on 4chan, which is tricky. So, I mean, I don't know, the whole thing is literally just a rumour. And Ubisoft commented on it, they were like, I mean, there was there was, there were two rumours. There was the Egypt one, which Ubisoft commented on, and said, like, uh, we can't comment on rumor speculation. Uh, watch the fucking movie, and then uh, there was the one about being set in ancient Rome, which Ubisoft said nothing about. And I think that's a load of bullshit. So I've I made one video on that, but it, I think that's a load of sh- shit to be honest. Uh, if I'm gonna go with a rumor, it'll be the Egypt one, I think. But even so, well, look, they're both amazing settings, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, but is it real? That's my real question. Do you think it's real? No, I don't. I don't know. I just, I still can't, I won't believe it till I see it that they're not putting out a game this year. Yeah. That's what I find hard to believe. Yeah, that's, it seems, it seems strange. I mean, if they do, then that's fantastic and I'm completely for that. But, like, like, like BPR said here, real quick, um, after the Unity and Syndicate leaks uh, from Kotaku, it kind of seems very realistic because they leaked um, Unity which was real. Then they leaked Syndicate, well, Victory, which was real. I mean, I don't know. See, the, the thing is, with Unity, when it was leaked, Ubisoft put out a trailer, and they were like, this is real, Unity's real, sorry it got leaked, but we'll put out a trailer now. Then when Victory was leaked, they said, yeah, this, this is a real thing. And they were like, sorry it got leaked, but yeah, we're developing a new game, blah, 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 blah. Then with this one, they've been like, sorry, can't comment on rumor and speculation. So does that mean this one's real? Or not? Um, well, they don't. They don't have to confirm screenshots or anything. Well, they don't have to confirm shit because the difference is, um, Mm -hmm. there's no evidence this time. Yeah, that's the big. That makes sense. I mean, but does does that mean it's real or fake? Because there was evidence with Unity, evidence with Victory. Why didn't the guy that leaked it just get some fucking evidence to go along with it? Like, um. Well, I uh, because it's bullshit. I don't know. Like uh... exactly. So I honestly we we can't like with Unity and with Victory. There is way higher chance that those were real because you could see the screenshots from development. Like yeah, yeah, you knew that. Was so that's the thing. But with this, you've got no like nothing to back it up with. It's kind of just this guy's word. You're taking his word for it, and it's like well, nobody fucking knows. 
So, I don't know. Super Rebels just tweeted out the stream. So, oh, people are oh, just coming on, keeping on saying, I came from Super Rebel, Super Rebel sent me. Thanks, guys. Oh, yes, we have Super Rebel fanboys. Oh, shit, I sent them all away, didn't I? Yeah, you've done no, come back, guys. Come back. <laughs> we love you. Welcome to Kill Connor Club. This is the place where we talk about Just Cause 3, I promise. <laughs> Eventually. I've actually been playing... No, I won't get on Just Cause 3 just yet. I might talk about that later. But, um, uh, no, we'll definitely talk about it later. We have to tell them that we'll talk about Just Cause so they fucking stay to the end. Well, we, well, we actually will for for reasons. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we're mid-Assassin's Creed, dis mid Creed discussion. We, we are, but I just want to know, did you get Just Jesus Christ, lots of people. Just, just... Yeah, yeah, I've fucking been playing the shit out of it. Like, Fallout 4 and Just Cause 3, I got, like, within, like, two days of each other. It's been Jesus. All right. Jesus Christ, look how many people can, are watching since about... Super Rebel tweeted out. Oh, that's crazy. Thanks a bunch, bro. That is super helpful. Cheers. Super great for the for the start of, um... Uh, fucking... Whatever it's called. Um... Oh, are you streaming as well? I think I think he is. Yeah, he's streaming oh, as well. Oh Jesus Christ! I didn't know. Then why did you send them here? Yeah, why what, would you what not want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Super yeah, Rebel streaming. So go watch Super Rebel streaming. Just go over there, like his stream. You know, whatever. Spam him with uh, hashtag Kill Connor Club. <laughs> hashtag Kill Connor Club sent us. A little bit. But don't um, leave us. Yeah, but for sure, don't leave us. For sure, stay. Um. um yeah, cheers for that. That's super super cool. So, anyways, also. Yeah, people like people are talking about with this league. Like, there's no evidence for or against this. Like, it's just a rumor. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's so like I find it tough. Like, I get that Kotaku has a lot of insiders, uh, and I get that they could definitely hear things and be able to say, "Look, I've heard from several people inside Ubisoft." But at the same time, it could be just a fuckhead saying that. And, exactly. You know they. Legally, they can say that shit because they don't have to prove any sources because, like, oh, it's anonymous, you know, like, so it's tough. I I won't believe it till I see it. Is the is the real honest truth because I I can't see them just yet <clears throat> waiting an extra year, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean they won't. Like, it's again, there's no evidence for or against it. I'm I like the setting Egypt. I think it would be awesome historically, but does that mean it would be? Does that mean it would be good Assassin's Creed-wise is another thing? Because you think of cities, you think of building sizes. Would it be good to free run? What direction are they going with it? What's it going to be like? That's the real question, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because people have said, like, oh, ancient Egypt, we're going to... You know the one thing that I fucking hate? Is people like, how are we going to leap of faith off the pyramids? Guess what? We're not going to leap of faith off the fucking pyramids. It's not going to happen. Like, well, yeah, you're right. We definitely won't. I did think about that actually. I hadn't seen it's literally impossible. That. Like, you can't leave a fail with a pyramid. No one can You'll leap just have that to far. slide down it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think if the pyramids were to be included in the game, it would be like at the end, there'd be like a temple or something. I don't think there'd be like this place you could freely explore, kind of like Rome at the end of eighty two. Well, I think you'll I be. Like I think I reckon one will be. You'll be able to leap of faith because it won't be finished. And you might be able. When to... will they be finished? I don't know. Well, if the game's set while they're being any of them are being built, you know what I mean? It depends when it's set. Possibly. Possibly. Because we don't even know that. Yeah, BPR bullshit. said we may get something around March time. Isn't that when we're supposedly going to get a trailer for the movie? When? 
at March time. That was a thing. Is I remember, okay. was it something Brett covered on his channel? He was like, possibly getting a trailer for the movie in March. I'm not sure why he knew it, and I can't remember it was a while ago, but possibly, possibly. Yeah, well, I mean, the movie's wrapped in now as well, so yeah, that's it's happening. There's no going back. <laughs> it's a thing, but like, so do you think for the next Assassin's Creed game, if it's going to be set to, not set, sorry, if it's going to come out 2017, do you think they'll start announcing it this year, or they'll wait until beginning of next year, like March, okay. April time? Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. You're talking about Ubisoft. Yeah, yes, it. If, it doesn't matter when the game's coming out, we will hear about it at the latest E3 this year, 2016. The only thing, though, that I, that, that, the guy that leaked it said, um, which is really confusing, he was like, um, remember to screenshot this so you, you see that I'm right when uh, nothing from Assassin's Creed is shown at E3. Which leads, leads me to believe either they're not going to show it at E3, which sounds like load of bullshit yeah. always lying the whole thing is a lie like if one thing is out of place or wrong then the whole thing's got to be a fucking lie surely as if ubisoft wouldn't like look at the division <laughs> they three threes ago and that's yeah, only yeah. coming out in like two months you know mm. they will announce it ahead of time because they want to build it up they're like guys we're taking our time on it here's what it looks like get hyped 100 percent they'll they'll announce it it's like i don't buy the watchdogs I, i'm not a I can't imagine that... The only way I'd believe it is if Watch Dogs is coming out this year and Assassin's Creed won, if that yeah. makes sense. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like Watch Dogs would have been... An... Actually, no, I don't. I was going to say, I, I would think Watch Dogs would have been announced already. But in this case, if they do do the kind of alternate Watch Dogs every second year, Assassin's Creed every other year, like from now on... Yes, they alternate and switch, yeah. Then possibly they won't do an announcement ahead of time because it'll be like Assassin's Creed games like they announce it each year yeah but yeah. even I then mean, I just oh, imagine in this case me. until they know how they're gonna do their new um, release schedule they would <clears throat> they would and still announce it early this time like they'd announce Assassin's Creed this year still but afterwards yeah. when it's like okay we get watchdogs this year and then the next assassin's creed comes out, and then the year after oh watchdogs gets announced then and then next year assassin's creed gets announced so it's like to start with they're hyping everything yeah but then when they kind of get into the groove it just becomes a regular thing of where you hear about it at the start of the year releases at the end of the year well that means i'm gonna have to become a watchdogs slash assassin's creed channel otherwise i'll have a year of nothing I'm gonna have to get on that well, watchdogs hype year, i create i created the fucking hype train for watchdogs too it's a train that doesn't even exist. I was like, ah, oh, top five things in Watch Dogs 2. It's like, it's not announced yet. Um, but that's the thing. Yeah, well, I love Watch Dogs, so I'm very excited for Watch Dogs 2. Ah, it was alright. It was okay. It, but I'm excited for the second one. I am actually, like, if they announced Watch Dogs 2, Why are you like, excited yes. for the second one if you didn't like the first one? I mean, it's not that I didn't like the first one. It you talk shit about perfect. it. You like, talk a lot of shit about it. Like, yeah, but I talk shit about everything. It's true. So, I exaggerate things a lot. Like, Unity, I didn't even... Actually, no, I fucking hated that game. No, Unity's the, probably the only one that I don't exaggerate. I just milk it. So I do it for a while. But I did actually fucking hate that game. But Watch Dogs wasn't even that bad. Watch Dogs was fine. It was just wasn't great. Like, like the, the whole downgrade of the graphics didn't really bother me. Like, too much, I'm just like, I don't really care about the graphics. Like, what, what bothers me is the fact that Ubisoft tried to cover it up, which was a 
fucking stupid thing to do because obviously they downgraded the fucking graphics that was a lie by saying they didn't but um i think i think the side quests were good the main story was a bit meh like you're trying to track down people who killed your niece by accident like they weren't even out to kill your fucking niece were they they're out to kill you and then they killed your niece and then he's like yeah i'm just gonna kill everybody now it just seems random like i the story wasn't i don't know shit but they could make something really cool and i like the gameplay mechanics even though there wasn't a whole lot of things you could hack it was kind of a bit meh yeah well look i fucking like i can't talk more highly watch dogs to be honest man like that was my favorite game of 2014 and i thought i i I, like i thought it was incredible because it was it had it was so long like the whole game is big like i I clocked 80 hours to get 100 percent completion in that game not including the dlc Mm. i thought to me lots of games get really boring because it's too much of the same thing like in the game like i feel like i'm doing the same thing over and over like fucking destiny it's just cool so i'm doing i hold off enemies in a in a set point and then i go through a a base Mm -hmm. and shoot enemies like that's the mission structure of every destiny mission and then a boss battle and that's it nothing else happens watchdogs you have like 80 hours of this whole world that's like a fucking living thing i've never looked at a game the way i looked at watchdogs you know it's a living breathing world i have to look at the world i'm playing in differently as it's a part of the game as much as anything it's not just pixels on a screen Mm. you have to pay attention more to your surroundings that way you've got heaps of car chase missions and all the varieties of those vehicle missions you've then got stealth you've then got you know a little enough of like puzzles and hacking but it's not too boring it's a some of it was a bit fun and it was just so much variety and they balanced it well like it wasn't like there was too many missions in a row of cars and then too many missions in a row of stealth and intruding like it was all mixed together balanced so well like i thought there was a great variety of gameplay and to me i don't the graphics were fine like i didn't care i didn't look at the e3 demo like that's not the same it's slightly less i'm like i so like it's still good yeah that didn't bother me either like yeah that didn't bother me either what but the only thing that bothered me about that was ubisoft's cover-up of it because they lied about it that pissed me off it was like you don't even need to do that just say that you downgraded the graphics there was a reason for it like people know like the graphics downgrade didn't bother me because i don't care about the visuals all that much it's just the fact that ubisoft were being stupid about it like the whole fact that it was like oh yeah there's no female character in unity because we can't animate females because it's too difficult um yeah, yeah like i see what you, i see what you mean and like and by the way when i was talking shit about destiny like i like destiny i have i fucking played the shit out of destiny like i enjoy it but the fact is it's way shitter than watchdogs like it's I didn't. I had to pay. How much money did I have to pay to get a full game out of Destiny? Like, at least I, to me, Destiny was a pile of shit when it first came out. Because still it's less just, than that. The, the same. Yeah, true. Probably actually is true. That's only because my Xbox is connected to my brother's account, and he fucking plays the shit at wanks over Destiny. So he paid for it mm-hmm. all, and I just got it. All the DLCs. <laughs> so I didn't actually have to pay for it's any. The same DLCs. for me and George. He gets everything that I pay for. <laughs> and then you get the just Destiny ones that you don't even play anyway. But yeah, exactly. And it's, like, I don't plan any other shit, but whatever, fine. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I love Watch Dogs, and I can't <laughs> wait for the next one, because I thought the story was fine. I liked Aiden Pierce. I thought he was a bit different. He was kind of like a Batman. I res- as everyone knows, I respect that lot of Batman. Um, oh, of course. Don't know who he is. Um, his real identity is a mystery to us all. Um, <laughs> it's not me. Um, and... <laughs> 
essentially, <laughs> I just thought he was... I enjoyed it. Like, uh, there wasn't much I didn't like about it, to be honest. Like, it's not like it was a masterpiece storyline, but it wasn't something I didn't enjoy. There was so much going on, and... Yeah, I, and there were some side missions that were awesome. The achievement hunting was fun. It was similar to Assassin's Creed. Like, it was great fun just playing open world and doing these challenges, and there's a good variety of the side missions um, types, and... You know, I think it was just... There was- we I needed could, more customization. I think that wasn't that was something that would have been great. I'd agree. I think I found like one outfit I really liked, and that I just stuck with that. But yeah, I, yeah. I would agree. There was, the, but there was definitely room for improvement. But it was the first yeah, game yeah, in a new IP that was very ambitious. Yeah, you know what? I agree. Actually, you've you've convinced me. Actually, those were good points. I I think. What I'll do now I've got live streaming back is I will live stream Watch Dogs again on this channel and we can I'll play through it and I can give a new opinion on it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, I did on my Ruthless Productions. Me and Joel did like we only did like four episodes. I recorded more but never put it out because mm-hmm. the channel died. But it was us achievement hunting in Watch Dogs and we just just fucking banter yeah. and stuff like that was so much fun. One of my favorite things I I did on that channel or even YouTube. That was just fun even though no one watched it except like ace that's it that's the only person other than ace watches everything though ace is everywhere at once that's true yeah ace is sick yeah um and let's talk about season origin jesus christ so um (laughs) yeah well free run for justice i didn't tell anyone i was doing this like told me well, I told. Well, you didn't know I was doing it until I sent you the trailer. Oh yeah, I didn't know until you. Yeah, something the unlisted trailer. Because I just. I was, like, oh, I was sitting around like, when am I gonna do this? Because like, I, I was such a dick as well about it. Because on my New Year's welcome to the channel video, I I go, look, I don't know if I'm gonna do Free Run for Justice anymore. Like, I just depends with the next Assassin's Creed game is. Like, I wanted to do it, but it might not happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm fucking doing it. You fucks. <laughs> I'm secretly doing it. But I, I wasn't going to talk about it for ages. And yeah. then I just kind of was sitting at home doing videos. I was working on Assassin's Creed The Truth, like episode three and stuff. And I was just doing my research like normal and doing like revelations <laughs> editing. And then I was like, let's put this. I came up with the idea. I was like, what would I say if I did a trailer? Because I just want to do a teaser at some point. And, I, and that's when I was just like, oh, I'll just, I just came up with the line. I was like. I don't know about you guys, but I'm rock hard for this. And I was like, that'd be funny. That'd be funny, something simple. And then I just kind of was like, oh, let's just put something together. And that just happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll put that in like a month. And then I was like, I'm <laughs> so, so I'm, bad at keeping secrets. I can't hold it in. I'm too, I'm excited about it. So I just want to tell everyone because when everyone else is excited about it. So I was straight away, like when I, after I uploaded, I was like, sent it to you and Ethan to watch. And then ne- by the next day, I was I even went to you. Oh, I don't know if I put it. I might wait a bit. Nah, next day, uploaded to everyone <laughs> public. So that'll be happening in at the latest. I'd imagine the latest would be like June. But I'm gonna like I don't have Arkham Arkham Knight anyway to play. Like mm. I, my brother's got it, and I'm seeing him f- uh, for RTX Australia in Sydney next weekend. So if you see me there, say hello. I'll be wearing the Kill Connor Club podcast shirt. Um, oh, and nice. then after that, I'll get to kind of playing it. I'm going to finish the whole season, put it all together and then start releasing it just so I can plan everything out even better yeah, than, yeah, that's, than that's the others. And I'm, everything can then link into season one and it'll be beautiful. It's going to be great. I've got a lot of ideas. 
Um, and you're helping me actually write, oh, write yes. some of the story ideas um, because you had good ideas. And I was like, I'm stealing them. Um, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely taking them. So it's going to be good though. Yeah. That'll be really cool. That'll be very cool. Um, so mm. that'll, that'll, that'll happen soon. I'm going to start working this shit like on it. And I'd imagine like I'll start working on it next minute, uploaded next week. You know, it starts just cause I can't hold it in cause I'm terrible. <laughs> Everyone's telling us to talk about different things. I want to. Um, Ace said uh, um, he's just trying to work out how Batman ends up in revolutionary France. Look, time travel though. Trust me. No, just trust me though. Trust me. Like, like, how did Arno or like Batman go from revolutionary France to Victorian London? Basically the same. Yes, thing. yes, yes. But you, you can assume. Uh, you can assume, but the difference is how. How's the, how's the real question? Or why? Why? How? Why? Not just what. Yeah, obviously time travel, correct. But how and why? How and why is the real question. And this sets things up for everything in the future. It sets up the future of season three, season four, and beyond. Oh, yeah. Until the end of the series. Ooh. There's there's something there. And obviously, James knows more than everyone else right now, but we can't Ooh. talk about it live. Ooh. <laughs> And what the fuck am I doing? I don't know. You're going ooh ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just hyping it up. Everyone's getting ready. Uh, wait, hang on, hang on. Okay, right, sorry. Oh, I lost everything. I was just everyone is chat. talking about different stuff. Everyone's like, I want to talk yeah, about this, talk I'm... about that, talk about this, talk about that. Yeah. Um, BQ Overlords did talk about that Camelot theory. Did you? Because he sent me an email with like a full overview of his ideas and shit for that whole oh he pro probably sent me but i sex. never check my inbox i'm horrible at it <laughs> yeah i i well i told him to because he inboxed me on facebook on my facebook fan page and i was like say if you have like all the stuff for it just send just send me an email at the my business email and i'll pick it up and sort it out so i've got that if we want to talk about that at some point yeah i'm checking man i never check my inbox eh? like that's the i'm the worst <laughs> at it everyone's just sent airing to me uh, yeah, so I have all this shit. Uh, um. I have a lot of unread things in here. Anyway, walk, looking just casually through my emails, live on the air, because that's what we do instead of talking to all you guys. Um, exactly. <clears throat> so, 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 the numbers. You want, You told me before we oh, started the, numbers. the podcast, yeah, let's talk about the numbers. you wanted to talk let's, about the numbers. So the numbers, if no one knows what the numbers are, if you're just kind of you're clueless on what I'm talking about, the um, numbers from the Assassin's Creed Chronicles game. So in China, we had a few, couple of numbers, and then in in uh, India, we had a couple of numbers as well. And Escoblade confirmed that each Chronicles game contains three sets of numbers. Um, so, so far, nobody knows what the fuck What's the in China? Mean. Let's talk about China first, because we at least um, know more about that. Yeah, let me, you know what, let me get the numbers, because they're in the description of my newest video, and I will, I will tell you the numbers, and we can speculate, but it's fucked, like, there's no way you can work out what this is, because it doesn't even make sense, so, in China, the numbers were 0322, 1021, and 3102, then, in India, we had hang 2021. Hang on, before, before, you, before you start, I just need to okay. write this down myself, so I can uh -huh. live theorize, so, China was what? What? China's numbers were what? Oh, uh, China was zero three two two. Yep. 
one zero two one. Yep. Three one zero two. And then in India we had two zero two one. Yep. Three zero one one and one two one one two one. One one two one, yep. So obviously mm-hmm. India the first thing that popped to my head was each sequence of numbers equals five. Yes. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Th- see, China's numbers all add up to 17. India's numbers all add up to 15. Uh, so the subject 17, Desmond theory is like out the window. Um, what, what do you mean? Yeah. I, well, it was the whole, all of China's numbers added up to 17s. So Correct, the theory that yeah. Audel and Ethan had was, oh well, if they, what if, what if India's numbers also add up to seventeen? Will that mean it's like messages that Desmond's trying to get through, like his mind is in the Animus or whatever, within the Helix? He's trying to dodge Juno and work out how he can send messages to people. So he's kind of putting seventeen so people can be like, wait, is that Desmond? By like clues and like adding things up, just sm- just tiny little hints. But India all added up to fifteen, so it's like, no, that can't be what it is. I mean, I always thought that was a far-fetched theory. Like that doesn't even sound plausible. Like. Add up all the numbers and you get subject seventeen. Sounds a bit random to me. Like that that theory never really clicked for me. But yeah, literally no idea what the fucking numbers mean. They're just there, and hmm. I, I don't know. Because the numbers individually don't seem to mean anything. Like as e- if you see each number zero three two two one zero two one three one zero two. Like those numbers don't mean anything. Yeah, they they're, they're all below four, so they're all like three or under. Uh, but literally no idea. Someone said, um, "What if it's a release date for the next Assassin's Creed game?" So China was seventeen, so two thousand seventeen. India was fifteen. That could be the day, and then with Russia, we'll find out the month. So like, you know, but I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know, eh. At least That's... people are coming up with things. Like, people are saying coordinates, but, like, what kind of coordinates? Like, how do these... How do these work? Put them through a decoder. But how do you decode them? They're just random numbers. What does that mean, put them through a decoder? Like, how can you decode just a bunch of random numbers that you have no idea what they mean? Like, coordinates to a vault, maybe. Maybe 2021 is, like, a modern day thing but standalone like a different assassin in the future yeah i think that's probably pretty far-fetched um just picking one set of numbers out of all of them going maybe this is something it's very far i think they all need to be added together i think i think the only way we're going to find the answer is after russia i think that will give us the inclusive look maybe but you're also looking like every like there's a lot to number riddles and riddles in general like there's it's easy to overlook things like you can think to yourself why does every number have to mean something could it be it could be something as complicated as one number from each thing means something together or you know Yeah, possibly, but then how do Ubisoft expect us to decode that? Like I'm I'm looking at what have they done in the past? Or you They've you, given us like this sixteen puzzles where we had to decode all of those things. I mean that was within AC two, but I mean even in Assassin's Creed one, you had like remember those like they look like crossword things, but you had to like read them backwards and like diagonal or something and then it gave you like a sentence. And like that was a thing they did. I don't know about these numbers. Like, they're just random fucking numbers. Like, I literally have, don't even know where to begin to, like, understand what the fuck they mean. And why are they there? Like, why are they in Chronicles? What is Chronicles? Like, I'm assuming that Assassin's Creed Chronicles is, like, a game put out by Abstergo. 
and you're like someone playing them because you're within you're in the helix in that game so i don't even know yeah do the other numbers letters like yeah someone sent me something on instagram uh which was random but they basically were like yeah um one is a two is b three is c and they basically gave me what it all meant but it doesn't even make sense like it's just random and he was like yeah well we'll rearrange them and then find out the ones from russia and maybe we'll get an answer it's like maybe but then it's just a lot of a b and c's in different places like yeah fuck like literally i just maybe they're full of shit (laughs) maybe maybe they don't mean anything they're just there for the sake of it uh i don't know no i think they're there for a reason like esco blades pointed out he was like there's there's three sets of numbers in each game like he was just pointing that out as well they've got to have a meaning to them and since the side game those side scroller games are so fucking shit and pointless those numbers have got to mean something important because ubisoft likes to put important plot points in their dlcs and side games so yeah i'm also with with ordle here because ordle said something interesting that i was thinking about which is just yeah. the numbers they're using are zero, one, two, three are the only numbers they're using in these sequences. Yeah, mm, yeah. Which is strange. Hmm. It is strange. Like, there's a reason for that, certainly. Yeah, definitely. And there's always four numbers next to each other. There's always three sets in each game. Uh, maybe they're specific to the time period so the numbers in china somehow relate to china numbers in india somehow relate to india Mm, i don't know either well you're also looking at a game that i don't know much about these chronicle games because well i mean they're unrelated completely they're not related at all like the box because i thought the box might have oh no no no. like no no no. i just meant the numbers like the numbers literally have nothing to like they're just in the game like they've literally like i feel like they've got nothing to do with the game they're completely separate so like the numbers are a separate storyline to what's happening in the games. Like, what's happening in the games doesn't relate to the numbers whatsoever, so you don't even have to play the games to know what the numbers mean. You just need the numbers. Yeah, but what in... So it's about the box. That's, that's it what is it's about. about. The box. Yeah, the box is in China, the box is also in India, and it, then in, in India they add the power source to how the box works, which is the Koh-i-Noor. Um, so I'm assuming Russia will continue with the whole box thing and maybe add something else. Maybe, like, the manuscript will be in Russia. Yeah, but, you, but, but now think about it this way. If think coordinates, what does the box do? Possibly. It Reads decodes versive manuscripts and maps and things like that. So it could be coordinates to something versive-related. And Abstergo or whatever are trying to decode or decipher the coordinates by making people play through the memories. So you play through um, China, you get first set coordinates play through india get second set coordinates it's like when they were trying to find the map in ac1 AC by making desmond synchronize with altair they had to make him synchronize through all of his memories to get to that end point so they've got to make everyone synchronize through china india and russia before they can get all of the coordinates and then use that to find some kind of vault or some kind of i don't know maybe something like that but i feel like like it's it's um because i assumed that we'd get india and china and we get some part of the puzzle solved but perhaps you have to play all three together to get an entire conclusive result. It's tough, yeah. It just to me it can't be random that the first Chronicles games numbers added up to seventeen. Like that's such an important number. It is, 
But I also think it's just random. Like, it's it just literally... It could be a fucking troll. They're, like, flesh fuckers. Possibly. Like, just in the sense of it adds up to 17. Like, it means something, yeah. but they're like, yeah. let's make the first ones add to 17 to fuck with them. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Like, I genuinely, know. I never... I don't know, yeah. I, even, in, even in the first place, I never thought of anything. I was like, would Ubisoft put numbers in a game just so you have to add them together? It seems very, very simple. Like, add them together, 17. Yeah, but what the fuck does that mean? Like, I feel like it's got something more to it, something more complex, because Ubisoft were always is really good at that i mean they haven't really used any of that stuff recently but you know the animus as well is something that i looked at because china cow shortly after unity and the animus for china was identical to the one from syndicate the same for india it looks like the same syndicate animus like the whole helix thing it looked nothing like unity basically like the animus they used um, so you know that each row of numbers in China add up to four. Mm-hmm. Like if you Do don't, it. if you don't, if you add each row vertically, like you say zero three two two one zero two one three one yeah. zero two. So if you just go vertically, go down, it's zero one three four. Three zero, zero well, wait, one well, hang on. four. Well, wait, go vertically. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I'm just talking. I was just reading the numbers in. China, because I'm sitting here with my like a drawing pad. Oh right, yeah, I see what you mean. So you, so oh, you fuck, put them no, on they each don't. Other, the last one adds right? five. I thought it was zero, uh, two zero two. Yeah. Fuck, it's already fucked up because four four five, four 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 five, and then it's like, and then in India it's like six one five three. Uh, like, like, what are they expecting to do? Like, I went through a couple of forums and people are like doing these weird complex ciphers and getting all these different numbers, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like. It was crazy, but yeah, I don't know. There are three sets: latitude, longitude, no third. Jesus Christ! This is maybe like a date, maybe a date, this maybe is... the last one will give us a date. Yeah, so we get, um, so we get the we get the the latitude, longitude, and then a date. Maybe, so, well, maybe oh, like cool. you said, like where and when? Or maybe like you said, it's just the next numbers add to like eleven, and then it's like the fifteenth of November, twenty seventeen. Yeah. You know, pos- like could be that simple but i just feels like it's gonna be yeah that seems yeah it seems like it's gotta be something to do with the story not just like oh this one new game is coming out like yeah i just i just what i want now is for russia to come out just get the final set of numbers and then we can really start digging into it when does russia come out again the 9th of february i think um that's super close 9th of February doesn't okay yeah so I would have no idea because I haven't played yeah, and don't I, I plan on I playing any of these yeah, you don't need to you don't need to yeah That's I good. play them for the sake of the you know they're only like they're only like seven ninety nine, so I'm like fuck it I'll play it but um, yeah you don't need to play it I mean literally the first one was about shouting looking for the box then the next one was about uh, Arbazmir looking for the box and the Cohen or which powers the box and there's subversive shit and there's the numbers but the numbers aren't related to the main story so he just need the numbers because I mean, i'm sure the numbers are related to the rest of assassin's creed like it's got to have something to do with the main games i reckon hmm. I just... uh king king tambir asked how many sets of numbers there are per game there's three sets of numbers per game so three in china three in india and there'll be three in russia as well that's what esco blade said on twitter a little back well fuck the I'm... three game locations I... create a triangle apparently so that's a thing. That's true. That is true. India, Russia, China. That's a triangle, right? Yeah, it's a triangle. Well, I mean, anywhere's going to create a triangle. If there's three locations, it's always going to be a tri- triangle. 
Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Because, I mean, it could be in line. So. The last time we had numbers like this was 1490, 1420, and 1421. Yeah. Which was that whole 72 thing. Which, yeah. The the key to the vault. But that, see, that was so fucking in-depth. Like, the whole... The Bible verses and all that shit. But this, this can't be the same kind of cipher thing. Like... Why not? It's probably more complicated. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Like, I mean, do you think if we hadn't had Sean give the explanation for the 1419, 1420, 1421, do you think anyone would have been able to figure that out? I certainly wouldn't. I don't know about it. I'm not going to speak for everyone else. I don't know enough. It was specifically made by Ubisoft so that no one else but Sean would probably work it out because it was so, like, in the... Like, I don't know, maybe someone would have worked that out, but it's so far-fetched, it's so random. So, I don't know. Yeah, Can't wait for the sequel that. ending in AC Chronicles Russia. Apparently, that's a thing. I, I read that yesterday as well. What's going on? Um, AC Chronicles Russia has a secret ending, apparently. Cool. Maybe that's got something to do with the numbers? I don't know. Look, well, yeah, I'll, yeah, I don't know. Well, what like at this point, what more can we say? Literally, there's nothing else. Like, uh, it's just uh, that's yeah. really all we can talk uh, about with these numbers at this point. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I don't have a fucking clue. So, but uh, yeah, that well, that's all I know. That's all I know. What more can we say? What can we say? Do you want to go into... We're going to do a new segment that we kind of did, did, didn't do. No, we never did it. We talked about it, but we never did it. Which is um, Top Fives. Oh, yes. Okay, Top Fives. Which we're going to do... This time it'll be different to the others for some fucking reason. The first time it'll be different to every other time we do it. Um, But usually it'll be like Assassin's Creed Top Fives, at least for now. Like we can do Top Five soundtracks. Obviously, we've already talked about Top Five games before. Or like, you know... Top five storylines in them, top five, whatever. But this time we're doing top fives, and I want to do four lists. I've already actually tweeted it out, but, I mean, we can talk about it more in depth here. Of looking back on 2015 and looking forward to 2016, what are are our top five games and movies of 2015 and our top five most anticipated games and movies of 2016? Yep. So. Okay. Oh, Elvis. Do you want to... Elva's here. Elva, hello. So, okay. do you want to start with 2015? What were your top five games? Uh, top five games. I did a list of this on Twitter, didn't I? And now I've forgotten what I said. So, I'd go from five to one. Uh, oh shit, what have I put on five? Fuck. Um, ooh. Jesus, I don't even know what to put for number five, but I think I'd put... Number four would be Halo 5. Number three would be Syndicate. Two, Fallout 4. One, Witcher 3. And then five, I guess, Just Cause 3. Maybe I'll switch that with Halo. Halo can be number five. Yep. Four can be Just Cause 3. Then Syndicate, then Fallout, then The Witcher. There we go. Okay, there's my top five games, 2015. What? So, I can't imagine. I'll say my top five and then we can talk about them. My top five games of 2015 were number five, Halo, number four, Just Cause 3, number three, 
Number three, Syndicate. Number two was Game of Thrones, Telltale. Mm-hmm. And number one was Fallout 4. Okay. I never played Witcher 3, so I can't imagine oh, I how it. something would be better than fucking Fallout 4. That oh, shit, so good. That well, shit I mean, was incredible. Incredible. I, I played, see, I played more of The Witcher 3. I played The Witcher 3 for 75 hours on Steam and then Fallout 4 for like 30 hours or something. I just kind of didn't play much after I finished the story. I like, I found it very difficult to find quests and stuff. Like, I guess, I think after playing Fallout 4, I think it's confirmed it for me that I definitely prefer Elder Scrolls to oh, Fallout. I agree, I prefer, because I, I hate I hate post-apocalyptic games. I hate zombie games, I hate all that shit. I can't stand it. Because yeah. it's all the same shit. But Bethesda do it like nobody else can do it. They can make me yeah, froth definitely. on something I hate, like post-apocalyptic, where everything looks like a pile of trash. Somehow, I couldn't stop playing it. I haven't had that since uh, Skyrim, that I want to stay up all night, literally all night to play it. I haven't had a game like that yeah. for years. You know, that, that to yeah, me was yeah. huge. I, me. I don't know. Fallout 4 didn't captivate me as much as Fallout 3 or Skyrim or even the like The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 was so good. I, I think it was was really immersive and there was so much stuff to do everything was so big and it was so involved and in depth i think for for, fallout 4 for me felt very small after playing the witcher 3 and i was kind of like yeah like i don't even know like it was not saying it's a bad game at all it was fucking amazing fallout 4 was so good but me the witcher 3 was just better than it i just can't imagine it one day i'll play witcher 3 maybe like i i mean i before The Witcher 3 as well, like, I... Did you, like, all the stories finished, run together as well, so. Have you finished Fallout 4's main story, the quest? quest yes. Line? Yeah. I yeah. fucking loved it. Like, I it was loved great. it. Did you go... This isn't a spoiler, because it's pretty vague. Did you... What faction did you side with? Uh... Oh, fuck, who did I side with? Um, did you go with the Brotherhoods of Steel, or the Institute, or... I think there's Minute, I, there's Minutemen... I went with the... I went with the Railroad. The railroad. Oh, yeah, I massacred all. Because that was who I like. That's who I was like, um, kind of helping the most. Like, because when I when I met them, I did a load of quests for them, and I felt really loyal to them. And I was like, I can't just betray them now. Because I did nothing for the Brotherhood of Steel, so I was like, like I have to, I have to just stick with the railroad. It felt right to me. <clears throat> um, okay, I sided with the institute. Oh fuck, Jesus Christ! I had a lot of reasons. Like I. I can't really talk about too much. I'll, I'll be trying as vague as possible um, for people who know it, but I don't want to spoil things that um, yeah. people who don't because I was so invested in that storyline because I don't yeah. care about settings and I didn't. I, I looked at the world that was there. When I entered as a character, because I was so captivated by my character that I was playing as in Fallout, mm-hmm. when I was playing it, I was so invested in his purpose He's trying to find his son, if his son's alive, you know, and I was so fucking in that. I didn't care. I looked at the world that comes in post-apocalypse, and I hate it. It looks like mm-hmm. shit. I couldn't care less about Like, it's not, I'm not talking, that's not bad about the game. That's just, as a person, I wouldn't, I'd rather be dead than live in that wasteland. Mm, yeah. So, for me, the only reason to live for that character is his son. Mm. So... In that sense, I chose the side, no matter what happened, I don't care about the good of the world. I don't care about the good of people. I don't care about this wasteland. The world's over. All I had was my son. 
And I yeah. went, I was mindlessly whatever I could do for that. And I felt the Institute was the best way for that character to be true to his yeah. only purpose. Like, and that's why I love um, Bethesda um, Softworks games like Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Because mm. you get so invested not just in characters, but in the world and what they create, the lore, the the different characters, the different factions, just everything about it's so incredible. And I can talk about it so passionately like it's fucking real life or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. it's, not, it's not just character building, it's world building in Bethesda games. That's so unique about it. Mm. yeah yeah you know you know the um you'll i think you know what i'm talking about when i say but the the main plot twist of the game yes of course yeah how could I you didn't find how that could out? you i i like at first i didn't find it out like because i went in to the place um because i I'd, I'd, I'd been working with everyone else outside and like you know everyone hates the institute yeah, on the outside course. world so i went in and i just fucked you up and killed everyone and and then it like said a bunch of quest lines failed and i was like you know i probably just shortened the game by like a couple hours so i was like yeah i'm just gonna reload then i reloaded and i found out the plot twist and i was like thank fuck i did that because i would never have found out so because i just ruined everything jesus christ well what's happened there you just like cut out what what did you say i just said jesus christ all right okay Uh, yeah. So that happened. Yeah. Look, that was it was an incredible game. And to me, I went look. I went Sith Lord. I went fucking Darth Vader in that game because of that plot twist and all the stuff that happens in it. I was just like, well, I don't give a fuck about anyone. I will kill anyone the Institute tells me. Jesus. And that's what I did. I literally just I put on the um, cursor robes and then i put on a fucking synth helmet and i just fucked everyone up that the institute institute told me to mindlessly jesus yeah i just guess i guess i just i like everything happened and then i was like well i found friends on the outside the inst- i didn't agree with the institute like i was kind of like yeah but you know the, the outside better than you know like, we can't really go too much into it can we there's just spoilers, but yeah, I don't think there was so. a lot, like, even looking back on it, I didn't even realise how world game-altering certain decisions were in the game. Like, you, I didn't know they were siding with anyone, because I was just kind of like, whenever people brought up, whose side are you on? I'd just go the octave, answer a question with another question, and then we'd kind of progress you on like it's a yes. Mm. It's just very... Yeah, I don't know. I just went all... So how does it affect the world when you side with the Institute? I pretty much destroy everyone. So, like... The world... The Institute want to, you know, keep developing synth technology, and they want uh-huh. to have everyone live underground. Okay. To a certain extent. Like, to be honest, I didn't really pay attention to what they wanted. I was just like, well... And then I just kept going whatever they told mm. me. I knew who was, you know, without spoiling anything, like, there's reasons I wanted to start in the Institute for the character, and I just didn't ask questions. And then I realised, wow, the yeah, game's about okay. to end, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay. know. It's, it's, yeah, one of those things. <laughs> yeah, okay. wow, that was, that top five became Fallout as fuck discussion. But that's why I thought yeah, top that... fives are a good thing, because we, we end up talking so much. Everyone's like, why am I blonde in the KVCC picture? Well, I'm blonde. I'm blonde. But I'm 
I, as a kid growing up, I was blonde as fuck. Now I'm like dark blonde, really dark blonde, but I'm certainly not brown hair. Mm. Maybe I look like that in videos to people, but I'm, I'm very dark blonde. Um, mm. yeah. So, um, I can't believe you killed, um, father. Yeah, I fucked you up. I went in there and killed everyone. And then I was like, okay, I failed a bunch of quests. Let's just restart. I listened to no, what No, but I can't say. believe you would have killed... I imagine you killed... Oh, you mean at the end? At the end of... Depending on who you oh, pick. I imagine you just kill everyone else. You know? Oh. You go, like... I don't want to say Yeah, let's much. not say it. Okay, let's just keep moving on then. But it's... It was it was fucked up what I did, though. Like... I think it's all <laughs> fucked up. Like, no matter what you do, there's so much to those decisions and you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah, Look, that's like... why Fallout's my game of the year. 2015 like i just like i just <clears throat> it's so yeah look I just, yeah i just think i just think for me the witcher had more playability after i finished the main story because after i finished the main story of fallout i was kind of like i don't really want to play anymore i was like this is kind of done like i felt finished like whereas with the witcher 3 i finished the main quest but everything else was so involved that it all felt like a main quest so everything felt important and stuff but whereas with fallout 4 everything feels detached from the main story I, I do agree in that, but so does every... Like, in, in to some sense... Fucking stroke. To some extent, everything like that feels like that in Bethesda games, but there's so many side quests. Like, in Skyrim, yeah. there's the Sky, Dark Sky Brotherhood... For me, though, and everything then, felt quite connected. I, I played the, so much Skyrim. The main quest all, well. and the Civil War storyline felt connected. Other than that, like, mm. they're there because you kind of run into them accidentally. But yeah. I see... We, maybe they did a bit better than Fallout, but, I mean... For me, I stopped. I'd finished a quest line and I'd stop playing full. Um, stop playing Skyrim, and then like a month later, I'd come back and I get another quest line. I play another twenty hours, and then I stop after that quest line. You know, like I just kind of and I see that myself doing with Fallout. Like I finished Fallout, and then mm-hmm. I'm now playing Just Cause Three, but eventually I'll go back to Fallout and probably spend another twenty hours, get involved in something, get re- and be super into it, and then I'll finish something, stop, play something else, and keep, you know what I mean. Mm, I imagine yeah. it'd be like that for a couple of years, and that's why there's a longevity of Skyrim and a longevity of Fallout and those Bethesda games. Mm. But my god, when the next Elder Scrolls... I definitely prefer Elder Scrolls, because that's yeah, the type same. of game I like, and setting I like. I don't... I, like I said... Yeah, maybe that's why I preferred The Witcher. I think, after playing Fallout 4, I think I just preferred that fantasy, medieval setting, and I was just like, I feel more immersed, because... With, with, I don't know, I think with Skyrim, a lot of the quests came up way easier. I had loads of quests that I found easier, but then was like, um... Uh, Fallout, with Fallout 4 specifically, I found it difficult to find quests. Like, I had to go searching for them. Whereas in Skyrim, they kind of came to me, and I found that way better. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's there's definitely... I prefer Skyrim too. Skyrim's still my favourite game of all time. But, uh... Mm. It's just... Yeah, I th- and I think it's just a better, better setting of game, more what I would rather do, than Fallout. Like I said, I hate post-apocalyptic stuff, but Fallout to me was so good so it's it won me mm-hmm. over with all that sort of stuff so i mean that's always my favorite game and i didn't play witcher so i can't say fallout's better than witcher or anything um but we're pretty much in agreement of the first three but you haven't finished game of thrones telltales no and i thought that i was, just stopped playing i got bored magical magical i was obsessed with that i loved it I think if I played it again, I'd get into it, but I just can't be bothered. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm kind of like, uh, do I want to play it? Uh, I don't know. I can't be bothered. I was so into it. Every episode, I couldn't wait. As soon as the episode came out, boom, straight away. Like, it was, I yeah, really enjoyed it. But, I mean, we both put Halo at number five. 
and my god that's lucky to be on my list that is lucky mm-hmm. to be on my top five list because everyone knows how much i love halo mm. my favorite game franchise of all time it's a story I've still been invested in with a character I'm still invested in for the last 13, 14 fucking years. Almost 15 years. And yeah. that abortion of a campaign that they <laughs> fucking put out, the only reason it's on my list is because the multiplayer was so fucking good. Oh, um, the multiplayer saved that game for me. That multiplayer, I played the fuck out of that. Like, Same. I think Halo Four and Halo Five reversed in a way. Like, Halo Four had a had a good campaign. Oh I love I love the Halo what Four a campaign. campaign. What a campaign! Uh, but the multiplayer was weak. As yeah, hell I'd, I'd agree. Halo like, Four. I couldn't. Even, and I think I'm, Halo Five switched that. Yeah, I played like five hours in total of Halo multiplayer Four multiplayer. Great. Yeah, it was Where, boring. Yeah, whereas Halo Five played the shit of it, and I mean, I'm just playing a whole lot of other games. I haven't finished it now, and then I'll go back to Halo Five multiplayer. But yeah, that's, I play every saw. That's so, Halo 5 multiplayer is like as good as Halo 3 to me, where the campaign was an abortion, um, and I was on suicide watch after after that camp playing that campaign. I was I I have never been so mad. I've never been so mad at a video game that it affected my life like that. Like I couldn't, I finished it and I couldn't touch my Xbox. Couldn't even look at it. Like that's almost, what Unity did to me. I was almost gonna snap the so... fucking disc like you snapped Unity. Oh, exactly. Um, and I. I just had to, I was seething about it. Like, I went to work that day, and I just spent the whole day seething about it. Like, I was so upset with uh. the fact that the character I played, and well, don't get me wrong, like, it's not like the story's that bad. I'm not, I, I expected a cliffhanger ending, because it's, a, you know, the second of the trilogy. So you expect them to set up the big finale. But the fact that the character, the only character I care about, Master Chief, other than Ezio, my other favorite character of all time in video games, the character I've got 15 years of investment in, and I fucking play three, I'm so mad, three fucking missions with him. I know. Out of 15, out of 15 missions, I play three. And not, not all of them were missions, though. Some of them were cutscenes. And you're right. Some of them bullshit. were cutscenes. They passed off cutscenes, like five minute cutscenes as a fucking mission. You got an achievement for it and everything. Um, I am, I'm red red right now with rage like oh my god oh my god that was fucking embarrassment like i can only compare it to an abortion a dead baby is all i can compare that campaign to you make me play three fucking missions with a character i don't give a flying fuck about Locke. what the fuck who the fuck is that i know what what would, what did he do? It did nothing. His 12 missions that weren't missions are cutscenes with bullshit in it. Literally did nothing for the campaign. Literally did nothing. Didn't progress anything. It just got us to the character I wanted to play as. Exactly. The, to me, there were three missions in the campaign, and that's the game. There's three missions, the Master Chief missions, and that's the whole campaign. The lock stuff was literally pointless shit and dribble of talking to fucking mission givers and then killing Covenant... And that's the campaign. That's it. Nothing else happens. And then repeating, killing the same boss over and over again, ten times a mission. Yeah. And that's the fucking game. I mean, what was the character progression for Locke, though? Because, like, he started off... Who cares? I don't care. I don't care. But, like... No, no, no. No, no. no. Don't try to fucking (laughs) excuse it. We're not. Nothing. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Stop to... No, no. I'm going to stop you there. Why the fuck, at the end, all of a sudden, he was like... 
like I'm like because he did, he wanted to kill the master wolf of the game, but then right at the very end, all of a sudden he was like, nah, I'm on your side now. Like, what was that about? It doesn't matter. It, it he doesn't matter. He doesn't he matter. Be in the next game. I will kill a fucking person. Of course he's gonna be in the I will, next game. No, he'll, he'll obviously be in the next game. I if we have to play as him, I'm oh, gonna fucking God. kill someone. Maybe they'll make it a co-op thing. Like if you play co-op, then you're ancient. I'm sorry if I'm destroying the mic. I'll hold it away because I'm going off. My <laughs> God. My God. Oh my god, if I have to play as Lucky Cannon, I'm gonna fucking kill him. Halo ODST, well, yeah, I can understand. Because, I mean, if it was a side game, then playing as Agent Lock, I'd be fine with. But the fact that it's, like, Halo 5, and you don't play as the Master Chief for, like, barely any of it, is, like, bullshit. Like, if it was, like, Halo Guardians, and you played as Lock, and it was just a side game where you play as Lock, then I can understand that. Nah, no excuse. That bullshit. My but God. Like, having it as one of the main games is like no. But what happens like, like when you think about the campaign, and this is is spoilers, but you don't want to play the game anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. And if you really wanted to know, you would have already played it as it is. All that happens is about Cortana and her story progression, which literally you find out when you arrive at her. So the campaign is, she finds out about Cortana, goes to Cortana. Talks to her, game ends. Mm. That's his three missions to get to Cortana Game Ends. Locke's campaign is to get to the character, and to me, I felt like I was Locke. Fuck, I just want to get to Chief so I can play as Chief and fucking find out what's going right, on. Exactly but then barely anything happens as Chief. Don't even know the best parts of the game are easily with Chief, and they just made me feel whole again, but for so little reward. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, the entire time I was playing as Locke, it f it's just, it feels like filler. Like, just killing Covenant, doing missions that I don't care about, so that I could play as Chief and actually progress the story, which is what I was interested in. Like, when I was playing as Chief, I was fully paying attention. I was like, okay, we're playing as Chief, let's see what happens now. And stuff did happen, definitely. But I, I don't even understand, what was the point of the story? Why did they reintroduce Cortana as being, like, like suddenly going mad and, like... It's because, shit up. Well, Halo's like, all about Halo's all about this been this destiny, and it's been about this um, evolution of humans. Like it started off, like it was all about discovering the forerunners and what the purpose of these species are, and the Halo rings and what they were really purposed for to be the separations of these generations, and who owned and built and created these rings and created all this were the forerunners, which at first we thought must have been humans, because. Mm -hmm. The, the way the Guilty Spark and these Forerunner artifacts talked to Master Chief and called him um, the Reclaimer. So we assumed that, oh my god, humans, ancient humans, similar like the first civilization, built the Halo Rings and yeah. destroyed it to destroy the Flood so they had nothing to feed on. And But then they had the Librarian who indexed all the DNA and then used her devices to send it back out so that way we'd evolve into humans again. So she mm -hmm. planted the DNA so we'd evolve again after the um, flood were all exterminated. Yeah. Um, so, th but we found out that they're actually different races and it's all about which race or species has the mantle of responsibility. The responsibility to be the guardian of all, the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And it was the Forerunners and the Didact believes it should be the Forerunners and the humans scum. Whereas the Librarian believed their time is done. It's the humans time. That's why she indexed the humans. Okay. And, like Minerva versus Juno. Yeah, and her point was, and this is a huge Halo theory for those who don't know, and this might be news to you as well, 
that when you okay. look back, hey, and it's so crazy 15 years later that this is stuff from Halo 1 that they had already known about that they haven't still revealed properly yet, but they've started setting up now. 15 years they set this up. And it's still, okay. I was something I was so excited about for Halo 5 and they didn't do fuck all about it, which was they talk about in Halo 4 how the librarian talks to Chief and says, you are the the evolution of a thousand lifetimes of planning. So she planned Master Chief this whole time when she indexed the human's DNA. She planned mm. that eventually Master Chief would exist. Yeah. So he's the chosen one, essentially. Mm. That's why I don't want to play as anyone else because I want to play as the fucking chosen one. Why would I play as some yeah. random fucking cunt? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But also, you look back at Halo 1 and it's like, why did we think that the humans were forerunner you know what i mean like why do we sorry why do we think the forerunners were humans it's mm -hmm. because the way they talk to the way they talk to chief right mm -hmm. so let's look if you look back at halo 1 343 guilty spark though when they find out that the halo well the halo rings do so they find out that halo rings destroy all organic life and 343 okay. Guilty Spark wants to use the Halo ring. He's like, we got to fire it. That's what we're here for. The flood's out. we got to fire the rings. And mm -hmm. he goes to Chief and he says, I'm going to get this wrong. I'm just kind of paraphrasing. Oh, I know which bit you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes, how could you not know what it does? Like, Yeah, he and then he blows it off. Like, they, they, they completely blow that bit off. But, like, it's, but think it of... happens and it kind of, they kind of push it to the side after that. Yeah, how could you not? Chief's like, he... wait, what the fuck? Yeah, and then everything like, continues. Yeah, so Guilty Spark also says, he's like, how could you not... You once asked me if I was in your yes, position, I would do it. Would I do it? And after having time to think about it, I said I would. So what they we pretty much we know is the biggest Halo theory of all for who Master Chief is. There's a guy called... Fuck, I'm going to butcher this. It's the Didact clone. There's a Didact clone. He's mm. called like Alpha Didact. I don't know. Something Didact is the name. Like, I forget, okay. there's, like, a code name for him. He's the person that fired the Halo rings. Okay. And in the original, he's the forerunner that fired the Halo rings. And... Mm -hmm. Um... Essentially, he was... he Guilty Spark was there when he fired the Halo rings. And he said to Guilty Spark, if you're in my position, would you do it? So he's the one that made the final call. And the reason for that is Master Chief's the reincarnation of that forerunner. Ooh. That's why when he sees Master Chief, he knows it's the the whatever didact. So he just yeah. goes he just goes, What do you mean? How could you not know? You once asked me if I was in your position, would I do it? That's why he's called the reclaimer, because that's who that didact was. Ooh, that's good. good. That's like a solid theory. That sounds canon to me. Every, that's what the that big doesn't even theory sound like a theory. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what that's they've been setting thing. up. Yeah, and... I remember when that bit happened in Halo One. I played it. I replayed it recently. When I that when that bit happened, where he's like, like, how do you not know? Like, I remember that gave me shivers. I was like, oh fuck. Like, yeah, oh, that was good. Like the the storytelling in Halo is amazing. I love I love all those games. And I am still holding on to that. So like to me, it's like Halo Five is a write off. I think we're live. We knew again. this was gonna happen. Of course, it's gonna, it happen. gonna happen. You know, I stream for like like eight hours yesterday and it didn't cut out once so top five movies of 2015 i'll say yours so you can think about it okay well i love movies fucking star wars that's 
I feel like I did. I feel like I didn't watch that many movies like in theaters. I feel like I watched a lot of old movies in 2015, but not a lot of new ones. But my mm. five are Southpaw, number five. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that for a fight movie. Fight movies are tough for me sometimes. Um, number four was Ant Man. Fucking loved Ant Man, but I love Marvel mm-hmm. so much. Number three was Age of Ultron, Avengers. Yep. Number two was The Martian, which mm-hmm. I was surprised could be beaten, but it was only beaten by one movie, James. Only one Ooh. could have beaten The Martian. Ooh. Star Wars. Of course. The Force Awakens. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Like, there's a lot of movies I didn't see that supposedly were good, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's plenty of bad movies in 2015 as well. There's a lot. Of, I feel like 2015 had a lot of disappointment as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of movies, so I don't have much input. Just Force Awakens was fucking great, and that's my input done. Yeah, yeah, well... Look, The Martian was a fucking spectacular movie, and Star Wars was amazing. Plus, all the... Cinema Marvel movies are always. Oh, I have so me. much catch up to do with Marvel. I haven't watched a Marvel movie since the first Avengers, um, and like I don't know, like fucking Iron Man three. I haven't watched Marvel movies in ages. I need to really catch up with all of that. What shit. is wrong with you? Yeah, Jesus. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch everything up. It's gonna be great, but you know, I'll oh, just like man, binge watch too... everything. It makes me sad how many people have written a list and Fast and the Furious sevens in it. I I like I like Fast and Furious, I like oh those movies. God. Makes me want to fucking drive my car into a tree. I mean, they're they're by oh no shit, means the soon? best movies ever. Oh my god, I just realized what you said. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Anyway, no, yeah, Swag definitely. Swag needs to be on that top five list, of course. Yeah, um, you're not wrong. Yeah, well, look, I fucking hate Fast and Furious. Why? Oh, they're horrible. They're the worst movies I've ever seen. But why? Well, I don't think any of them are very talented actors. I thought, honestly, Paul Walker was the only one I could deal with watching without wanting to punch myself in the face. Um, I think the storyline is terrible. I don't think any of them are funny. I don't buy their little fucking banter teamwork shit. Um, and I think they're just the most ridiculous shit, which I get. Like, look, people can like Fast and Furious. That's fine. But... It's, they're not made for me. They're not my thing. Yeah, I can understand why. I think they're just they're, they're fun and they're they're not they're by no means like the best like things ever. And they they've not got this amazing story and like ama- they're not they have like a I can't explain. It, like, they've got like a different feel to them than other movies. They're kind of just yeah. I don't know. Oh, I just think they're the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. And um, I didn't even see Seven because I couldn't... Because Fast and Furious 6 was the worst movie-going experience of my life. Like, I couldn't I couldn't watch it. It was the Why worst... Why did you watch it? Because I had a group of friends and everyone's... Like, there was a couple of movies out and a couple of people are obsessed with Fast and Furious. And they're like, we're seeing that, we're seeing that. And I'm like, oh my god. But, like, I didn't hate them. I was just like, I don't want to watch them. I'm not a fan of Fast and Furious. I didn't mind, like, the first one back in the day. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. But then 6, I watched 6, and me and my my mates were there, and we're like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. Like, we're all just making fun of it as we're watching. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was, 
it was horrible. Like it was terrible. The whole thing was bad. It was just, it's just this. I I could spend all the whole podcast talking about how bad Fast and Furious Six was, and I'll never watch Seven. Like, I feel bad. Paul Walker died. Obviously, it's horrible, but that doesn't make me like a movie because the actor died. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. To, to be fair, though, he was the only one I actually kind of liked of the whole movies as well. Yeah. It's like, and I'm like, how are they still going? I was like, maybe they'll. The only silver lining, I was kind of like, well, maybe they won't make Fast and the Furious movies anymore, but then they're still going to do it, and I'm like, god damn it. But mm. there's plenty of fans of them. They fucking Fast and Furious 7 did well, so. Yeah, and they're making another one for some reason. No, they're making three more. They're making 8, 9, and 10. Oh, fuck you, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Look, it needs to end. Like, 7 was a perfect fucking ending point. Like, just stop with it now. Oh. I did, I watched the ending, like, I went to YouTube just to watch, because I wanted to see, like, the Paul Walker ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that was nice. Like, that was cool, but, like, I didn't want to watch the this terrible plot line. Yeah, they don't need to, they don't need to make any more. I don't know why this is happening. I don't, uh... yeah, I don't know, fucking Vin Diesel. Like, all I expected from Fast Furious 7 was The Rock and, uh, and Vin Diesel just be crying and jacking each other off the whole time. <laughs> That's what I expected. That's all I expected to be. Crying over Paul Walker and jacking each other off. Like that's what I thought Fast Furious Seven was gonna be. At first. Yeah, that was, yeah that was it. Yeah, well yeah. In a nutshell. Um Ethan said about the life of Sid. Do you wanna what do you do should we have some form of discussion? I mean we don't before know. We talk much, about life of Sid, so... Before we talk about life of Sid, because okay. I do want to talk about that. Okay. In terms of movies, Star Wars Awesome Okay. How fucking good is that movie? Oh man, just, just so good. Like when you compare it to, not even I like. Uh, I was gonna say when you compare it to the prequels, but it's good anyway. <laughs> it's fucking great. Like, no, nah, it was favorite fantastic. Really? Yeah, it was my favorite. Style I think it's my second favorite, just because I fucking love Empire, and that's like nostalgia talking i think true look i and i think when i talk about that i mean i was born in fucking 95 the original trilogy was old when i was born yeah you know and by the way spoilers because it's been a month if you haven't seen star wars you clearly don't want to see star wars no we're spoiling bonzo we're, please but, don't spoil star wars it's been a oh, month. will you just fucking watch the movie it's been a month get tickets and go and see the, it like it's the biggest movie of all time if you haven't seen it you you haven't wanted to see it if you're balls deep in star wars you would have seen it on midnight at least like i did yeah if you're trying to oh, avoid God. spoilers you would have seen it by now like, if you care that much you would have seen the movie like mm, jesus yeah. christ we're spoiling yeah, it so leave yeah yeah like 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 i said before we're we're talking about Star Wars and you know just because there's clearly how much money it's made like the three people in the world that haven't seen the movie and they're still like oh don't spoil it well everyone else seen it so we're going to talk about it you can't dictate our conversations because you haven't been bothered so anyway Star Wars Force Awakens spoilers come in coming um like, I thought just because the original trilogy was old when I was born. So, as much as I loved them, I loved the original trilogy. They're amazing, amazing films. But, but they looked old. They looked like old movies. 
ever since I first saw them because they were old when I was born. So oh, I don't yeah, have yeah. No, I don't have nostalgia like a person born in the seventies and eighties. Oh, of course, do, yeah, of course. But I remember see, I was really invested in, in those, like the original trilogy. When I was younger, I fucking loved those, and I even I even loved the prequels. Wasn't obviously until I got older that I was like, yeah, these are actually shit. Yeah, no, I was the exact same. I love the prequels, but when I was a kid, I don't notice plot lines and acting. I'm like, yes, yeah, lasers, pew pew. Fucking a hilarious lizard man. He's great. Yeah, <laughs> gotta love Jar Jar. No, so I fucking loved Jar Jar when I was a kid. Like he was, I found him hilarious. I was like, I love this guy. Like, I don't really remember if I liked him or not. I had, I had like a a Jar Jar mask and shit when I was a kid. I loved Jar Jar. Um, of course, I understand the. Uh, I don't really remember. I decisions I, there that were wrong. I loved the pod racing. Like I, as a kid, like I loved the prequels. But as I got older, you know, someone goes, "The prequels are shit," and I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, no, they're not. What are you talking about? And then I went back and rewatched them. I'm like, oh my god. I know. What? What? what, what? I mean, the like, visual effects are good, everything. and the 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 battles are good and stuff like that. But the plot no, lines, the acting, again, and watch that is again. boring as fuck. After watching Force, Force no, Awakens, like, oh yeah, watch yeah, Attack well, of, the Clones, of course, yeah. The... Compared to the Force Awakens, of course, but compared to the original trilogy, like, no, I think they look hot. No, I reckon the battle with Darth the... Maul at the end of the Phantom Menace. Is yeah, but I'm talking about, like, battles, great. like... If you're talking about the clone battles, like, the clones look CGI as hell. Oh, like, no, yeah, yeah, fuck Video that. Video games like... look better than, than the the prequels do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I think I like the lightsaber battles. Like, between, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan and Revenge of the Sith. I love that. That's... That was great. Yeah, like, the CGI in those movies are horrible. Like, you can clearly tell in the prequels, even at Anakin and Obi-Wan's battle... As, as cool as choreographed as that is, um, you can tell they're on a fucking green screen the whole time. It just well, looks course, ridiculous yeah. around them. Like, it looks like they're in a poorly rendered video game. <coughs> just in it. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that looks bad. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, there's a lot of things in the in the prequels. Like, I don't completely hate the prequels. Like, there's some stuff that I enjoy from them. I don't completely hate them. But then, then they're nowhere near as good as the original trilogy and definitely The Force Awakens. Yeah, and I think, like, sure, The Force Awakens had similarities, plenty of, um, to A New Hope, but I think it had the heart of A New Hope and things from Empire and things from Jedi involved. You mm. got more Sith details. Plus, you had all this nostalgia in it. But I also think these new characters were so different that it was a totally different take on it. And in some sense, it's not just a new movie. It's almost like a remake and reboot because it's been over 30 years or 30 years since A New Hope came out. So now for this new generation, they, most of them, for like kids now, wouldn't have seen those movies. So to them, it's not old. And as mm. well, because it's the first of like the, we're being paid back for the shit, shithouse prequels. So mm. there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot to to think about i guess with going forward but hopefully from now on it's going to be great as in like different they're going to try new things it's going to be crazy 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 but uh in terms of mm -hmm. force awakens for me it's my favorite star wars movie um mm. and it got better like the first time i watched it i was so unsure like it took me a while i needed to digest it so much happens in two and a half hours like it goes yeah. so fast there's so much to take in there's so much to think about 
And because you have so many, even though you try not to have any expectations, you have so many expectations yeah. for characters, for what you want to see them do. Um, and because you don't know enough, you don't know what you want, but you want something. So going out, you have mm. to digest it. And then going back in again, you know what to expect more, and then you can kind of just enjoy it more. The second viewing was my favorite. And I just think because of it not only had the better visual effects with using more practical stuff, yet it's a modern-looking movie. The acting was shitted on all the Star Wars movies. Way better. Like, the originals... Mm. You know, Harrison Ford's probably the only really good actor in any of the Star Wars movies in the originals. Like, yeah. let's face Mark Hamill is a great voice actor. He's not like he's the best actor, and Carrie Fisher's not that great in any of them, even Force Awakens. But, my God. Yeah. Ray, Poe, Finn, and Kylo Ren. Those were so well acted by those guys. You yeah, know, it was fantastic. Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, and you know Adam Driver, and uh, all those guys. You know, it was it was really incredible. And I thought the acting was great. I thought the movie was great. Sure, it had similarities, but I don't care. It's Star Wars. It's not. Stealing. Yeah, I think for it's me it like... was mirroring in a way a New Hope, but setting up a new trilogy. By giving us those similarities to the original trilogy, and then uh, not five and six, fucking eight and nine, are not going to be like Empire and Jedi. They'll be like new movies, and they'll I agree, like just evolve what we've already got. And I told you this before I saw the movie. I I just I go to you. So um, I reckon after I see the movie, Daisy Ridley's my wife. She's um in love with her. Um, <laughs> so everyone can stay away. She's mine. Uh, <laughs> I just need to move to move to England and try to meet her. And but I guess in terms of the movie, I think I love the lightsaber battle way more in this than any others. My favorite lightsaber battle yeah. between Kylo Ren and Rey. Way better, more realistic, but still pretty cool and new. Like it was amazing. It was, it was simple. Like a combination of the prequels and the trilogy, yeah. the original trilogy. Yeah. And I lost my shit because I thought it was amazing. In fucking four minutes, in four minutes, because I timed this on my phone because I wanted to know how long it took. In four minutes, Poe and Finn were more believable and better friends that I loved and was invested in than three movies of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, It took definitely. four minutes for me to go, oh, fuck, I love those two together. They're fucking bros. Fucking yeah, bros. when they were in that fucking TIE fighter. They're together. I love that bit. They're together for four minutes of screen time, and when they reunite at the Rebel base, I'm like, "Oh my god, that's so amazing! Oh, I'm gonna cry." The bros are back, and then you have three movies of like Anakin and Obi Wan. They get to the end and fight each other, and you're just kind of like, "Cool fight," because that overdoes the yeah. the actual. You're not emotionally invested in it. You're just like visually invested in it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I, with the prequels, I think the best part was, uh, for me, was Ewan McGregor. I think he did a great job Agreed. with that. I think he yeah. was one of the best parts of the prequels. He was a great actor, and he his he he did he played Obi Wan great, and yeah. yeah, I think he was he was fantastic in the prequels. I'd love to see just an Obi Wan movie, um, in between. Yeah, definitely. In between so would I. With Ewan, I, that, he was a oh. he's a great actor, and he did such great. a good job. He's the to me, I agree, best part of the prequels. I like him better than, um, what's the guy's name that plays Obi-Wan in original? Uh, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Like, I love Alec Guinness, but I like him. He hates better. Star Wars. Did he really? 
Yeah, in all the interviews, whenever he talks about it, he hates Star Wars. So, it's disappointing, but, you know. Well, oh well. Yeah. Hugh McGregor loves it, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I love that they use um, Alec Guinness's voice when he goes, Ray, and then they get Ewan McGregor to go these oh, first yeah, steps. Oh, yeah, yeah. That um, was fantastic. That's brilliant. Yeah, so, what do you, who do you think, the question is, who's Ray? Who do you think? Oh, Luke's daughter. That, I'd agree. I'd agree. Mm, definitely. Definitely. Because her, like, when she, she touches the lightsaber, she's obviously a Skywalker, because Anakin had that, Luke had that. Gotta, she's got to be a Skywalker. Now, this is a theory I have, though. And this okay. is possible. The opening scene was supposed to be Luke's hand holding the lightsaber, floating through space. Because the last time we saw it, it got cut off and fell down Cloud City. Wait, what the fuck? Wait, what are you talking about? Luke's hand with the lightsaber. Okay. That lightsaber hasn't been seen since the end of Empire. Yeah, he lost it on Bespin when he was fighting Darth Vader. Yep. So now it's mm. floating through space. The hand. That okay. was supposed to be, it's a deleted scene, and it was supposed okay. to be the opening okay. of the movie was supposed to be the hand floating through space holding the lightsaber. Um, now, a theory okay. is that someone got a hold, because we don't know when it was floating through space, we don't know how long ago it was, we just know that at the time of Force Awakens, Maz Kanata has the lightsaber. Yes. So there's a theory out there that... Someone had the hand and took the DNA and cloned Luke, but genetically altered it to be a female. Ray is Luke clone as a female. The fuck? Yeah, n- yeah no. I don't know, man. That's oh, I don't think that's, that's weird. Well, who would he, like, who did he fuck to have a kid? I don't know. Leia. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know. But, no, nah, it seems weird that it would be like Luke, but Luke's a female. And he, I don't know. I think it makes more sense for him to be... Well, no, well, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I suppose I don't think um, they expect you to be like, yeah, who did Luke, like... Like, who was Luke with? I don't think they expect you to kind of question that. I think it's just the fact that it happened at some point. Well, they expect you to question something, because we still don't know who she is. I'm I'm sticking with Luke's daughter. Look, I'd believe... I would prefer that. I'm just saying. It's a possibility. Yeah. Did you see that theory that Luke posted on Twitter a while back about... Um, what was it about? It was about Kylo Ren being... Um, actually being... Uh, on Luke's side, but Luke gave him a mission to be able to kill Snoke, and that's why he's so conflicted. And he is, uh, like, on Luke's side, and no one else knows about it, and he basically, like, left his family. Uh, he's trying to get into, um, like, basically get into Kill Lord's, like, um, Supreme Leader Snoke, because he's, like, this really awful guy, and Luke was, like, he needed to make a sacrifice, and that's why Luke's in hiding, because he gave uh, Kylo Ren this mission, and... To, be, to fully um, complete his training in the dark side, you have to kill someone that you love or something like that, don't you? So um, um, he he says, like, will you help me? He's like, I know what I need to do, but I don't know whether I can do it to Han Solo. And he's like, will you help me? And then Han Solo says, yes. 
and then they hold the lightsaber and then he kills Han Solo. And yep. it's kind of like, like he's like, I really don't want to do this, but I know I have to. So he does it so that he can work his way perfectly into the dark side. And so that he's like, so Lord Snoke trusts him completely. Like, and Luke knows that was the most awful thing he could have asked him to do. So he goes into hiding. Um, and like, it all kind of adds up in a way. And yeah, I don't know. There was a big part of the theory. Um, not entirely sure what it was, but. It's it's a great theory. Like when you read the whole thing, it all adds up really, really well. Yeah, I've thought about that as well. Like something similar, like some sort of double agent thing, and it's possible. I think I'd like to see mm. something different. Um, I I'm 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 cool to just kind of chill back now and just wait and see. Yeah. Um. There's a lot, lot that needs to be answered, and I'd agree with you. I think there's a lot of possibilities of Kylo Ren, but I do think Ray is Luke's daughter. However, there's other. There, it's not that there's not other possibilities though. Like mm. if it, if she's not, I'm not like oh my god, I can't believe it. Like, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But it was amazing. Was it your favorite movie last year? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was amazing. Lived mm. up to all the hype in my view. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. I just I'm wondering, um, how do you think? Like, because if if Kylo Ren isn't a, like. A double agent or whatever because i mean something else is when he says you know when he says to the mask of darth vader it's like i'll finish what you started anakin essentially brought balance to the force so maybe he's talking about that like you're right i'll finish the whole bringing balance to the force what you started that kind of thing um but if he's not and if he's not a double agent if he's um if he is actually been turned to the dark side which to me that didn't make sense why would he why would he be turned to the dark side like what reason would it be like surely luke told him what happened to vader like well, supposedly... Did Snoke really go, oh, your great-grandfather was the dark side, so sh for sure join us. Well, supposedly he was like, okay. another deleted scene, or not deleted scene, but something that they were supposed to film was um, mm -hmm. Hayden Christensen. Ah, uh, yes. He was supposed to be there um, and do uh, do some scenes. Mm -hmm. um, and supposedly the Force Ghost of Anakin is supposed to be conflicted as well, like a split personality. Mm -hmm. Like there's a good and a and a dark side. Uh -huh. So, one talks to, and dominates Kylo Ren's thoughts, but because they didn't put it in there, clearly there's there might be to it. I I prefer your idea of um. Yeah, that it's actually Anakin's is still in the light and yeah, and a secret mission. Yeah, but we'll yeah. see. Like I perhaps perhaps Snoke's manipulating his um Kylo Ren's thoughts and even manipulating what he sees visually like as ghost perhaps he's that powerful yeah with the dark side who knows mm. so who do you who do you think Snoke is I think it could be Plagueis yeah um, that's my main main theory um could also be the I wouldn't be like if they made it the Emperor I'd be like it's a bit stupid but like not shocking yeah. But it could be just someone that they're yet to explain. But I th I'm going to go with Plagueis makes the most sense and would yeah, fit definitely. better. We'll explain why it's so powerful as well. And why everyone make is like, fuck, not him. Like, how do you think, do you think the Luke will die in the next film or even in the last one? I think he, I think they all need, I think they all need to die just because mm. they're old as fuck. That's why yeah. I, was, I was totally in agreement that Han Solo needed to die. I was like, yeah, good. You know, like, you've he had a great run. He, 
Harrison Ford performed it so fucking good for for his age. I loved Han Solo in this movie, and they sent him off on top. Like he had nothing yeah. left to do. He had nothing left to prove. He passed the torch on amazingly. Did a great job once again. Showed us why Han Solo is amazing, and mm-hmm. th- that's that was that to me. He didn't need to do anything else. He had nothing left to prove. He's a character that mm. I'm surprised lived this long in the Star Wars universe. Um, and they're all, all the, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill are very old. Um, and you don't want to lose them in real life before you can finish with them in Star Wars. So, yeah. Cause you can't recast, you know, it's just, you can't do it. Yeah, definitely. You can't do that. So I just think, yeah, mm. it's, a, it's a matter of, it's a matter of, yeah, getting it done and maybe getting rid of him. I'd yeah. say do you think do you think Luke will be more like Yoda in the next movie or or do you think he'll get more involved? I think he'll definitely be more involved, but I think we're going to be surprised. I think we're all assuming he'll be Yoda. He'll just be like Yoda. But I feel like hmm. we don't have no idea what's going through Luke's mind. No idea. It's just speculation. How in the world is he going to react to this? Yeah. There's so much that he could be planning, mm. so I don't know. Yeah, he could, like, I, d- I think someone said, what if they had Luke versus Snoke? Yeah. Somehow. Because I was I was imagining if Rey was fighting Kylo Ren, and, and then Snoke showed up. Like, if Rey was winning, then Snoke showed up, and it was like, shit, Rey's got to fight both of them. And then Luke shows up, and he just, like, uses, like, immense, like, force powers. See, I just, and, just, and like, I, I just, shit up. I don't see someone because let's face the reality here. Snoke is way more powerful than Luke. What um, if Luke dies? What well, if Luke, that's Luke, how Luke I'd see Luke, that's, Ray that, escapes, then Luke dies. That's how I'd see it happening. If I, Luke could die, I could only see him being beaten by. Because if Snoke is um, um, Plagueis, then mm. he is way more powerful than Luke. And way mm. more powerful. Like he would. Ray would be nothing to him. You yeah, know what definitely. I mean? Like, this guy is the most powerful Sith ever. And he's living forever. And he, he could just fucking destroy Ray with his little finger. And Kylo Ren, too. So mm. Luke could be like a challenge, but he would still destroy him. You know what I mean? Mm. How do you think they're going to, like, finish him? Like, because he. Not if that he Luke's, is, not, that Luke's not strong. Not that Luke's not strong. Luke's would mm. be the best Jedi, one of the best Jedi ever, but. Snoke is the greatest Sith of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Like, and has had like, hundreds more like, years. I think at this point that he that Luke is at now, he is matched with Yoda, if not more powerful than Yoda. However, Yoda found it extremely difficult to fight the Emperor. He lost against the Emperor in Revenge of the Sith. Um, I think Luke at this point that he's at now would probably put up a good fight against the Emperor and defeat him. Like, well... However, Snoke well, you think is that way Luke, more powerful Luke than would Emperor. be more powerful than Yoda. I think so. I, d- I don't. I, 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 I think he would be. I think, I think Luke... He's like, never even been properly trained, though. Like, by truly by Jedi. But, like, the, but Yoda was um, restricted by the Jedi Code, whereas Luke isn't. With the new Jedi, after, like, post-prequels, like the new Jedi, so with uh, Luke, he's... He he's not restricted by the Jedi Code, so like the whole anger thing and like you can't love, 
he's not restricted by any of that stuff because I'm pretty sure they threw that away. Did because they, Luke, um, well, I mean, Luke realized at the end of Return of the Jedi because Palpatine um, tried to use the Jedi code against Luke with like the whole now you've started down the path of the dark side because you used anger to defeat Darth Vader. And Luke was like, no, I literally used anger because I was trying to save my friends and defeat you. And Luke kind of realizes that that's like not a bad thing. He reacted the way you should react and used it in the correct way. And so he didn't turn to the dark side. Whereas Anakin, when he did the same thing as Luke, he did turn to the dark side because he was so pressured by the Jedi code in the time during the prequels. So I think with Luke, um, because he's not as restricted by that code uh, as Yoda was, I feel like he could potentially be more powerful. See, I don't know if I buy that, though. Like, I feel like the Jedi Code, only, like, that would deliver the greatest Jedi would be that code. And that code itself also is so challenging because to be at the pinnacle of it is to be the strongest. Whereas when you have more freedom, sure, you have more freedom, but you don't have the discipline, you have more distractions. Like, I just don't see how someone like Yoda, with the most discipline, hundreds and hundreds of years of training and knowledge of the Force, and Luke, who never really ever had proper training other than from fucking ghosts and a dying Yoda, could become more powerful than him. It's just... But he's a Skywalker, though. So, like, they're already more powerful. Like, the fact that Yoda, Anakin was Yoda's... conceived by these fucked up weird midichlorians that were created in the prequels that really don't matter, but that was a thing. don't exist. Midichlorians don't exist. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? Uh, yeah, we don't talk yeah. about those. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was like, that's why I don't like Mars Kanata. Because she talks about the Force, and she's like, the Force is all around us. Okay, Mars. No, it's not. We know it's midichlorians in our DNA. Okay? It's definitely not all around us. That's not how the Force works. Uh, uh. Lol jokes, I hate midichlorians. Yeah, well, uh, that's Star Wars talk for you. Well, wow. I think that's I think two maybe, top maybe fives the... in the last hour. We've done two top fives. <laughs> Fallout, then, then Star Wars. I think you know the midichlorian thing. I think maybe that's to do with different people's perception of the Force. So. Um, the way Obi-Wan explains it, uh, like, so the midichlorians were a thing that were taught to the Jedi, whereas, um, when Obi-Wan explains the Force to Luke, he explains it in a way that he sees the Force. So rather than explaining, oh, it's with these midichlorians, you know, that kind of thing, he just explains the Force is all around us, and, like, that kind of thing, because that's how Obi-Wan sees it. So that's how he teaches it to Luke. Look, I'd, I'm not trying to explain myself the bullshit the prequels feed me. I just I just pretend now... Well, like, this is the thing. We don't have to talk about the prequels anymore. It's done. We now have new movies to talk about. We can enjoy the fact that we love the old Star Wars movies, and we have these awesome new ones. We don't even need to acknowledge the prequels say, anymore. The uh, script for The Phantom Menace was an original script that George Lucas wrote in 1975. I don't buy that. So it could have been um, Seven New Hope. Could have had. The I just don't buy that he had all those concepts because he was all about. He had everything. Um, he said because I watched an interview about the like no, it wasn't the New Hope. I think it was. It was sometime. It was before the prequels. Um, and he said that people talked about the asked him about the Jedi, and he was like, "Well, I have all these concepts that were, uh, that I've written out, so that I have everything set up for the movie." Because he said he doesn't like starting at the beginning. That's why he started with Episode Four because he wanted to start during the middle but he had everything like um th- like all the ideas and like how everything worked in the republic and stuff written up 
in short paragraphs, like backstories for Anakin, backstories for Obi Wan, and all that stuff before he made yeah, a new but, hope. He, but he wouldn't have come up with Darth Maul. He wouldn't have come up with Pod Racing oh, no, or Tatooine no, no. or you know that's all just bullshit. He came up with for terribly written fan service because he's an idiot, and also obsession with making money off of toys. Yeah, which was what he was a lot about. Yeah, but I don't. I don't need to acknowledge the fucking old movies anymore. It's done. The original trilogy, and we got great new movies, and Anakin and Obi Wan existed in the past because that's really the only thing that mattered. Mm. We can move on. We don't need to yeah. concern ourselves with that. Yeah. Also, I want to point something else out. How did the, how did the clone troopers who were like, really accurate go from that to the stormtroopers which can't shoot for shit they were all right in force awakens though weren't they i suppose but remember that scene with ray in the forest where there was that stormtrooper and like it was like shooting at her and didn't get her and i was like yeah she's gonna survive this fucking stormtrooper well i thought it was kind of like but they were better I thought it was kind of like better, homage but... to, to yeah that's what i th- kind of throw back like oh <laughs> well remember this <laughs> yeah they, they were definitely way better in the force awakens and you can just go but... oh it was just the force making the miss you know what i mean like it was just <laughs> the forces all around us it will it willed it it willed it to happen am i the only one that hated maz as what, a character did you hate her she looked like i love yeah her. she just she was like some animated cgi thing taken out of like a disney movie for me yeah but just like, thrown in there like you know she was meant to have way more lines that jj abrams cut because the actor who did all the motion capture it was shit apparently i doubt i don't believe that at all like i believe that she had more uh, the actress that played Masculine is a critically acclaimed actress. She's very good. That's what J.J. Abrams said. He said the acting wasn't, like, he, the acting wasn't right. Did you hear so him he say that? It was in an interview. Did you hear him say I, that? I read it. Okay. I don't buy that shit. He, okay. Yeah. I need, okay. I need to hear that. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't believe that. She, I thought she was great. I thought she was a great character. Yeah. And, like, look, this is another thing I said. It's the same reason, like, how bad Carrie Fisher's acting was in this. They gave me so much to like. I can look past like two things. There was no, there's barely any CGI. So I'm like, oh, one CGI character. Wow, that's a billion times better than the prequels. Like, they gave me so much to like. I can look past things like that. Yeah. Oh fucking hell, Carrie Fisher. She, she, she was like, she didn't even play Princess Leia. Like, it was just Carrie Fisher in the movie. Like, whereas um, Harrison Ford was Han Solo. Like, he mm-hmm. named. It. Yeah, well, Carrie Fisher was never that good. Let's be honest. Like she, yeah. it was a time where you could get away with poor acting because it was there was just kind of the way. Yeah, Carrie Fisher was just like Carrie Fisher with Botox. That's all it was. There's a lot of Botox going on there. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> she, she thinks she because what reason does she have to like die in the next movies? Like, I don't think just she'll die. I think she'll just kind of like be when they move on. She'll just kind of be like, oh, she died of old age. Like, I just don't see her dying. Like, you can't kill mm. Leia. Whereas, yeah. Whereas, um, Luke, you can definitely you know kill him in battle or something. Mm. But you know, it's yeah, um, yeah. What do you think they're doing after Episode Nine? Do you think they'll do more main Star Wars movies, or do you think they'll leave it or like? I don't know. I don't know. To me, having like episode 10, 11, and 12 is like, they're really dragging this on a bit. I'm just going to enjoy this great trilogy, I think it'll be, and worry about that when they finish 9, and we kind of maybe can see where they're going. Yeah, what what do you think we're going to get in terms of Star Wars games? Because Battlefront, that's there, but we don't need to talk about that. Oh my god, what a... Oh, it's fucking shit. 
good for an hour and then it's like well that's the content that's it oh cool well i'm done star wars battlefront 2 was so good yeah there's there's more you can do with battlefront like just hopefully one day they'll yeah i don't know if i i just don't bring think i could bring myself to pay them more money for a battlefront ever again oh no fuck that i'm not um, definitely not doing that not paying for the season pass i didn't even pay for this game it just came with my playstation 4 so i was just like i have it now but I, i didn't fucking like pay extra to get it yeah, I, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where. I think in terms of games, I don't really care that much. I'm not, you know. Hopefully something good, but I'm more looking at side movies. Like, you know, there's a Han Solo spinoff, which I like. So many other ones you can do other than a Han Solo spinoff. It's not like you're using Harrison Ford. You have to recast and shit. Like it's a bit. Yeah. Which you is, know. Nah. Do something I mean, they like. Could do a- Obi-Wan, like, and get Ewan McGregor, which would be amazing. That, to me, is the best thing they could do. I'm like, you've got the actor that plays him, and he's, like, the only one that's loved, and you've got this whole big time span he could be doing stuff you could work with. (laughs) Don't do a young Anakin movie, a pod racing movie. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, that'll go well. You can do, um... (laughs) Yeah, you can do plenty of stuff with um, Obi-Wan, or Rogue One looks good. Um, there's a whole lot of stuff. You can do Darth They're doing Vader. Boba you can Fett do a movie, aren't they, in 2020? Yeah, they are doing Boba Fett. And you could do a bloody, um, Darth Vader movie. How much span of time did Darth Vader do shit, you know, between three and four? Yeah, yeah, they could do. There's a lot you could do with Vader, a lot you could do with... It's not like you need an actor to do it, you just need a voice and a body in a suit, you know? Mm, um, yeah. So, there's a lot. There's definitely a lot there. You can do old the old republic. Like you can go back in canon law for side movies. So, mm. and I wouldn't even mind seeing one movie. I don't. I was about to say with what happened with Kylo Ren and stuff, but I just feel like that's all going to be explained and irrelevant with eight and nine. Yeah. Like they'll kind of explain, and you'll realize that where well, we don't need to see that because they fully explain that maybe Kylo Ren did it because he's undercover and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we don't need more prequels. <laughs> Just they'll, they'll, <laughs> You're right. No, you're right. You're they'll right. make prequels that fit in between Re- Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. They'll prequels of sequels, but the sequels of prequels oh, that are also the sequels of the originals. Jesus. The that fuck? lead into the new sequels as they are prequels. Yeah, same. <laughs> Just same. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a lot of Star Wars. We always talk about fucking Star Wars. Always, man. Always, 100%. Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's Star Wars. Do we even have time to talk about 2016 things? Like, I'll... Like, quick list of 2016. There's things like, I'm excited about... Um, god damn, I've lost the list. Um, there's a new Hitman, fucking new UFC 2 coming out in March, I'm fucking so keen for that. Uh, and we've got things like, oh here we go, I found it. The Division, Far Cry Primal, Mass Effect, Andromeda, which I'm very, very, very excited for, that's my number one. Yeah. And then possibly an Assassin's Creed, Still we just don't know yet. Wait, wait, hang what? I told you this before, we've discussed this before. Have we? You've never played yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, I've never played Mass Effect. I played I've played Mass Effect three. A little bit. You fucking I dabbled just... in it. But then I was like but then I was like, I haven't played the first two, so I feel bad. And then I would never got around to it. So you I'm can never it. you can't play Mass Effect without <gasps> playing the old. I'll fucking stream it. 
that's what I'll do. But I still need to do Kingdom Hearts. I was about to say, I was about to say, please just do Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I can do it now on this channel. Oh, yes. Please just do so Kingdom So fucking Hearts. excited to get back into that. Just killed fucking, I did that, not killed, but I did that fucking Riku the Dark, Dark Riku. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> that fucking boss battle. Oh, my reaction when I finish it though. You're crying, is... you're just crying. <laughs> I'm like shaking and I'm just like, oh my god, I fucking did it, I fucking did it. Oh no, no, I did that so many times. I was so, ah oh, no. You've still so much. To... I love that you're like the ending. I'm like, oh my god, you're not I even thought close. I was at the you're end. You're not I even thought close. Right at the end. Like, ah uh, fuck. There's like well, seven endings. Uh, There's more like, endings got... in this than Return of the King. How many fucking games do I have left? Because there's a bunch of other ones that I need to play. Like seven I'm gonna be more Kingdom Hearts side games. Good thing that Kingdom Hearts three doesn't come out for a while. Well, you got a year, but you got about a year and a half, so let's figure it out. For sure, figure it out. Um, Still need to get Kingdom Hearts 2.8 when that comes out. Yeah, my god, I love Kingdom Hearts so much. What does that have on it? That has, like, bleh. Does it have Dream Drop Distance on it? I think. Yeah, it does. That's the only one you need to play from 2.8. The rest of them, there's, like, another one which is, like, some weird side game that's weird. Like, it's not even, like, a canon Dream Drop Distance. It's weird. To me, the only ones you have to play is 1, 2, Dream Drop Distance. I'm going to play all of them anyway. Because Dream Drop Distance is about the... Ca- like, it'll help to play all of them, but um, Dream Drop Distance literally is 2.5. Because it's about Sora and Riku. You play Sora and Riku after 2 that leads into 3. Yeah, I'm still going to play them all anyways. Yeah, I want to I wanna know... Oh, where, uh, I don't know if I, whether I put it on the order. Did I? But King, I put the order for Kingdom Hearts 1, Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, 358 by 2 Days, Birth by Sleep. Fragmented Passage Recoded. That's what's on this list so far. I don't really know where that comes into Dream context. Drop Dis- Dream Drop Distance is the last one before 3 and you've got to play. So I, I, should, so I should play Dream Drop Distance last. after everything. Correct. Okay, I will I will put that in there. That's so there a, we go. That's a great game, Dream Drop Distance. That's a great game. Um, what's Fragmented pa- Passage? No idea. And I love Game Why is that on this one. list? I don't know. Get rid of it. Um, okay. Birth by Sleep's one you need to play. I mean, some yeah, of those, and the other, Dream Resistance would be a good one to play to add to some lore of it, but the rest are kind of filler that's on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll play my list. Yeah, you yeah, may as well. And movies of 2015, there is Assassin's Creed, which, yes. who knows, well, I, I need to see a trailer before I can think of, like, I, yeah. I don't know how yeah, they're filmed. I mean, what, from what I've seen, and from, from what I've heard and what I've seen, like, the screenshots and stuff like that, it's looking up because oh. i mean my, my my expectations are already like in the ground for a video game movie true agreed so from what i've seen it's like okay fair enough maybe they can prove me wrong but i mean i haven't seen anything i'd so love I haven't them even to seen pro- trailers, I've, so i can't comment but i'd love it as well i'd love it to be good i just have horrible in the earth berry yeah. expectations I'm just, but they're you... like oh they can do all these weird things that are going to be really horrible but if they can just take the theme of Assassin's Creed and make a movie based on those themes and not be so focused on the games. I'd be like, this is a game. Just make a movie based on Animus, Ancestor, Assassin's Creed Templar. That's it. That's all you need. Then make a movie. Yeah. And maybe it'll be good if they can do it with that. I mean, I don't know. But yeah. I'm, I'm staying open about it. I'm not going to say it's shit until I've seen anything. But... I think the things that look up on it is the fact that you've got a good actor in Fastbender and you've and from all the yeah, screenshots I saw, not much green screen. Like it was a lot yeah, of yeah. it was a lot of on location shoots and I love that practical effects, not reliance on just CGIing things and 
in post fix it you know really trying to make it feel real so we'll see what happens i'd like to see a trailer just so i can see how it's filmed it's kind of a story of where they're going and just kind of give me a yeah. bit of a feel for what it looks like because right now you don't we don't know anything so we'll see um yeah do you think they're going to keep the modern day like they do with the games where they don't talk about it till, till the movie's out uh, or yeah, do you think they'll I include agree. Monday in the trailer? I think they will include some Monday in the trailer just because people who... They want to bring people in who don't play the video games but watch movies. Mm-hmm. So they'll kind of introduce it as a concept of, like, the animus, but not, like... T- they won't talk about the real detail and the juice that is modern day for those hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, when do you talk- think the modern day takes place? No idea. Do you think uh, it'll be pre-Desmond or post-Desmond? Uh, post-Desmond. Okay. Uh, but yeah, at this point, no idea. Just have to wait and see. Um, I have on the list for 2016 movies because I said 2015 before when I meant 2016. Um, okay. Assassin's Creed at number five just because we don't know shit about it, so it's not higher. Um, mm-hmm. Number four is X Men Apocalypse. Number okay. three is Deadpool. Oh my god, I'm excited for Deadpool. Um, number two is Star Wars Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And number one is Captain America Civil War. Okay. My god. Like have, you, have you seen the Civil War trailer? I did see the Civil War trailer. That oh, looks great. my god. Jizzing my pants. And also in 2016, as people say in the stream, Life of Sid. Oh, of course. Life of Sid. We've got to talk about that. Yep, yep, yep. We don't even know anything about it. We don't, don't know much about it, the, other than I think Ethan said it's like a comedy kind of thing where it's got like Connor's the main character, but I don't know anything else other than that. But I'm hyped for it. Um, hmm. I mean, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I am too. Certainly, I'm in it. I get to be in it this time. Oh, so do I. Yeah, I'm ready. You, I've already so done um, some, some boys acting, so fuck you. Oh, fuck, are you kidding me? I haven't, I haven't started. Ethan's like, can you do this, James? I'm sure, and then I forget. Definitely going to do it today. I'll do it. Definitely. Yeah, Ace just, Ace, just, Ace just said, what about Rogue One? I'm like, that was number two. I already said it. And Deadpool is not overrated. What are you talking... Deadpool looks fucking amazing. My God. But as... Back to Life of Sid. Um, Life of Sid. So you're... Have you... Do you know what you're doing in it yet? Um... Uh, well, hang on. Let me see if Ethan told me. Yeah, I don't think he said exactly what i'm doing oh i'm a sat nav and we can't talk like we don't want to spoil too much so it's more of just let's yeah. keep the hype going and mm-hmm. get prepare for life of sid because oh. i know filming's in progress for this movie the the hype is real and uh i look forward to doing more work with ethan on it and just hearing Hearing more, seeing trailers. Yeah, I can't wait. I would definitely, I think, probably do another pre-release stream like I did with Swag, because that was amazing. And I'll be on this one, maybe, hopefully. Finally. We're trying to get you on the last one, but then you were like... I was, a, I was at work. Sleep, and then you were... You, wait, so you were at work, was, and then you were asleep. Like, wait, okay, hang on. I was asleep, and then I went woke up and went straight to work. And you'll end... Oh, so you didn't... I guess you didn't... And you, you, you were streaming when, like, I was asleep. And then you're like, come on now that you're awake. I'm like, I'm going to work, bro. Good planning. <laughs> you, you were telling me while the stream was happening, come on the stream. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like, like last, at the last minute, I was like, Tyler, be a part of this. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, no. Uh... No planning involved at all. But yeah, 
we'll probably do that next time and we'll get some get some people that are involved in it and that'll be a cool little pre-release stream and then everyone go ahead and watch Life of Sid when it's out and that's going to be good phenomenal so on the list the only thing I still have left on the podcast is Tyler's Tales Ooh, that's, of, that's of we have to put in I guess um, so I have heard back from Corey about two hours ago <laughs> just didn't okay. say anything he okay. said, um, yeah, of course, I can talk about it. Yes. Because Corey doesn't give a fuck about anything. Um, and has no shame. So this is... I've told you the story already, James. Um, I'll try not to make it quite as long as what I told you, because like half an hour. <laughs> oh, it went on for ages. It's a long it's a story. Good, it's a good story. So for those of you who don't know, who are new to the Kill Connor Club podcast, Tyler's Tales is where I tell my crazy, weird adventure stories of things that happened in my life that are just ridiculously stupid, crazy. Began from the Bieber story, me singing Justin Bieber in front of 200 people at a karaoke night when I was drunk in Florence, Italy. Because a waiter called me Bieber, and I went four days of being called Bieber by friends until I realized I had to get up and prove them wrong. Well, not prove them wrong, or prove them right, in fact, and own it. <laughs> And that became a legendary story of the podcast. And then I kept telling more stories. And it became this segment. And this is the last Italy story I've got. We're going back. Throw back to Italy again. It's had several stories. The Vespa story. The ghost story. And now, the Corey getting stalked story. Well, Corey, oh, yeah. and, Corey and myself getting stalked. Um, so, um, this is... This is the end, I think, of the Italy... Actually, there is one more. No, I'm wrong. I'm totally wrong. There's a lifetime of stories from that fucking trip. So, okay. esen- so essentially, this story is, yeah, Corey gets stalked. But in fact, I got stalked too, in a way, and so did everyone. But the, the, the setup for this story takes, like, a year to explain. Because <laughs> you, you told me the setup... Up. And I was like, oh, that was a great story. And you're like, no, man, that's just the setup. I'm that's, like, that's just setting up what? the story here. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay. So, let me just say it this way. <laughs> Corey's given me permission to tell this story, so I'm going to tell it. Um, but I'm not going to use anyone else's name except Corey's. Um, just for to be nice and kind. Because I have no ill, Ill feelings towards anyone. Um, in the story, I did, but I don't you know, anymore. It's a fucking funny story, so it's awesome. Um... But at the time, it was a bit, a bit more annoying. So, Corey, we're in Italy. Corey wanted to get laid, is essentially the key here. He, we're men, we're animals. He wanted to get laid, you know. So, um, there was a girl on our trip that, um, was, because we're on a tour. There was one of the girls. She seemed nice, nice, you know. No offense to her. Not the most attractive girl I've ever seen. I wasn't interested in her in that way, but, um, she seemed like a very nice person. I chatted to her, so it was like, I don't know, fifth night, still in Florence, night after karaoke. I wasn't sure if I was even going to go out, but we all went out to dinner. I started drinking some wine. I was feeling happy. I was good to go. We were all going out, like, to the clubs in Florence that night, and... I talked to this girl on the bus. She was. She seemed really cool. We this, had girl, a chat. this girl. Are we gonna? Are we gonna give her a name? Does no. Her name. Oh, what could her name be? We'll give her. Give her a name. What do we call her? Jenny. Mm. Does that name work? Let's go. By Assassin's Creed wise. Who's a Who's a woman people hate in Lucrezia? Let's go Lucrezia. Bishop. Uh. Bishop. Yeah. Let's go Bishop. Yeah, I like that better. Okay, so Bishop. <laughs> um. <sighs> 
so this girl's crazier than the one on the plane, Ace, if you're wondering. Um, yeah, so anyway, I was talking to her on this bus ride. We are heading into the restaurant on, uh, like, the fifth night and last night in Florence, exactly. So, um, I was like, oh, cool. I hadn't talked to her really at all. So, I got, got to know her a bit, and that was that. It was the first night that Corey and I had sat apart, because there's, you know, 50 people, so there's different tables. Because by then, you know, we know other people, and we wanted to kind of just, like, get to know all these people. And that way, we kind of went back to each other, and we're like, I'm like, who do you have dinner with? And he's like, oh, these people, you should hang out with them, they're cool. And I would go, oh, I talk to these people, you know. It was that way we could almost double the grand of people we know and get to meet and stuff that we were there with. Um, and he's with this, this he's with Bishop. Um, <laughs> it's destroying me that the name's Bishop. Um, and <laughs> fuck it, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I saw him chatting to her and a couple other girls and I know what Corey's like. He's a fucking animal and I love him. Um, and I was just, t- you know, I was chatting with people. I was sitting with, I had some great conversations. It was amazing. Um, it was an amazing dinner and we all get ready to go out and Corey goes to me cause he's a fucking animal. He's just like, look, I think, I think I'm just going to go for it, man. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, he would, he'd been tuning Bishop the whole night. And I don't know, just tuning, do you know what tuning mean? Is that a thing in other countries? In Australia, tuning uh, just means it's like, you know, chatting up, hitting yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Got the tune okay, boots I, on. I understood. We don't use that phrase, but I get, I get what it would mean. Yeah. So yeah. he's on, he was on the tune. Um, and he just told me, he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, I think you do maybe a bit better, Corey. He's like, uh, what? I don't really care, man. Whatever. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But the night goes on. We all go out clubbing. We have a hilarious time. It was it was a great night. And I'm everyone's blind, you know. Like I am just destroyed. Like it's you're in Italy. You're going out clubbing. It's an, essentially you're gonna get you're gonna get drunk. And I see him as we're leaving, he's with her, and I'm like, the thing I should also add is that I mm-hmm. share a room with Corey everywhere. So, if he's going to get laid, where is he going to do it? Because she, her, everyone has to share a room, whether you're with someone or you're traveling by yourself, can Tiki put you in a room? with um <laughs> put you in a room with someone else so you know I'm like oh shit I better get back to the hotel first so that way he has to find somewhere else if he you know is gonna get with her and because I saw him with her at the end of the night leaving I'm like okay it's on for him good job Corey but <laughs> I'm I'm getting back to the hotel first so I jump in a cab before him Assume I assumed I got there first. I run up to the room. I go in, and I open the door, and Corey's standing there by himself. And he's looking at me with the most shocked look on his face. I'm like, "What the fuck is happening? What's going on?" And <laughs> and I then all of a sudden I hear the bathroom toilet flush, and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's not alone. Oh fuck, he got here first. <laughs> Jesus. And she opens the door, sees me there, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. And he just kind of says, see you, Tyler. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. And I I go outside, and I close my door, and I stand there in the hallway like, fuck. 
what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do at this point? Um, so I had some friends, luckily, um, local Queenslanders as well. So from, from my home state and they had told me, cause they'd suspected this might happen. And so would I, um, they said, look, just in case come crash in our room, you can sleep on the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, so I kind of like trying to remember in my drunken stupor where their room is and what floor it's on. So <laughs> I'm trying to get to the room and I finally, I knock on the door and it takes a while and they finally answer. They go, oh, Tyler, come on in. <laughs> come on in. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And I, I'm fully clothed, like shoes on, jeans and shit. And they give me a couch cushion and a towel and that's what I have to sleep. And I sleep on the floor. I'm like, I'm totally drunk. Like I have no idea what's going on. And it's probably like four in the morning. I wake up at 7.30 and I just wake up and I realize and I look down and I'm like head throbbing and I'm like, okay, so I'm fully clothed here. Um, I smell like shit, you know, and what am I supposed to do now? And I get up and I go, I think it's time to, to kick to kick Bishop out of my room. Um, so I get up, I thank thank my good friends for letting me st- stay with them and crash on their floor in the most uncomfortable sleep of my entire life. Um, and as well, look, this is what you do for your friends. When you when you when one of your best mates is going to get laid, you sleep on floors. I'd do it again if I had to. I know he'd do the same for me. That's what you do. That's bro. So I, I wasn't upset that I had to do that. In fact, I knew it was going to be a great story later on. So the way the the rooms work that they give you, it's like two single beds and they're usually like 30 centimeters apart. I assume they would have pushed them together, you know, Corey and, and Bishop. And I get in there and like the beds are way further apart than they were before. She's in his bed with like the covers on, but naked. And he's in my bed and I look at him and she's dead asleep. He wakes up and sees me and I kind of give him the look of like the head nod, the eyebrow raise, like, did you do it? Because I didn't want to sleep on a fucking floor for nothing, bro. And he just gives, he knows exactly what I meant when I gave him the look. And he just looks at me and does a slight nod. Like he goes, it's done. And I'm like, well, at least that's the case. <laughs> so I, and then I go, okay, man, get out of my bed. I need, I need a couple more hours sleep in an actual bed. And he just kind of pulls up the covers like to himself and looks down looks back up at me and then just shakes his head because mm-hmm. he, cause he's butt naked in my bed. And I go, well, I'm going downstairs to the breakfast hall. So I'm the first one down there and I meet um, one of my other friends mm-hmm. on our tour. Um, and he's the first one down there because he didn't go out the night before because he's a responsible human being. And he looks at me, he goes, Tyler, you look horrible and i go well and i tell him the whole story and he just goes to me that's the greatest fucking story i've ever heard in my life and every time like as the morning progressed because we're sitting there having a coffee people slowly started making their way down and we just told everyone then Corey shows up and everyone's kind of quiet and i keep talking about it they're looking at me like Corey's here like shut up tyler don't talk shit about it. i'm like i know Corey well enough he has no shame he's happy for me to tell stories like this to anyone and I know I wouldn't do that if it was most friends, but I know that's what Corey's like. He's the, the greatest dude, has no shame whatsoever. And 
he gets down and starts joining in on the banter, and they're all like, "Oh wow, Corey's <laughs> totally into this." And then, te- um, and then, um, so more people come down, and then um, Bishop comes down, and everyone's silent. And she's like, hey, "How's everyone morning? Good." Everyone's trying to, to laugh because everyone thought it was a great story that I had to sleep on the floor and stuff, and you know, it's amazing. So then, at this point, everyone knows, but she doesn't know. Everyone knows. Um, so that's essentially the setup to the story. Wait, wasn't there another part? Yeah, that's the setup to the story. No, I mean, wasn't there another part of the setup? Before she came, yeah, before she came down to where the rest of you were, wasn't there something else that happened? No, it was where I walked back in already. I don't think so. No, was it someone said... Someone that knew her was like... Oh, yes, of course. You're so right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. What an important... Didn't want to give it away. What an important detail of this story. Yeah, very very important. Yeah, everyone's like, that's a great story. Well, it's the setup to the story. Um, But it's definitely a good part of the story. (laughs) Um, It's almost (laughs) like two stories that are connected. That's one story, which Mm. connects to the second story. It's not really the setup, but yeah, that's that's the setup. Um... So, so one of not her friend because she was traveling alone, but like someone that had been hanging out with her. Because we hadn't, you, when you get to each city on this tour, you have all this time to go off on your own and you know spend some time looking around the city, and then you come back and meet for whether you're going to go to a museum as a group or you go through something or you have dinner or a meal, and you kind of make a group of friends. It's like the clicks. It's, it's not like. But did you tell the? Did you tell the other bit? Yeah, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'm just, oh, okay, I just okay, want to okay. set up the fact Make that sure. okay. we had our group of friends we hang out with, all Australians pretty much, just so it happened, like some Queenslanders, some people from Sydney and stuff. And there was like six of us. It was me, Corey, and two other couples. And they were the people we kind of hang out with, got along with the best. And this girl, Bishop, she had her own group of people she hung out with. And one of them comes down and hears us tell the story. And she goes, wait, she did what last night? With Corey? And we go, yeah, what's so crazy? Because she looks shocked. She's like... She has a boyfriend back home that she lives with and she's been with for years. <laughs> and we all look at each other like, oh, fuck. And I look at Corey and I go, you didn't know this, did you? <laughs> Corey gave me the best response. He's like, look, man. Don't mean to be crude here, but he goes, look, man. She was already going down on me when when I found out. And by that point, it's it's happening. It's happening. I go... Fair enough, because I was going to be mad at him. I'm like, if you knew the whole time, I'm mad. You're a dog. But he's like, oh, it was too, it was too late at that point. There's no going back. Um, so I looked at him like, poor guy back home. But at the same time, hilarious story for later on. Because uh, because Corey always says to me, and this is Corey's motto, is at least it'll be a good story later. And... <clears throat> And that's the setup to the story. Um, so essentially, this is all the shit that went down, leading to the events of stalking. Because you'd think, if a girl has a boyfriend, in Corey's mind, he's like, well, at least she's not going to be like, so we in a relationship now? You know, it's like, well, no, we're not. We just had sex. But, you know, Corey's not a dick like that. But to him, he's like, I'm free of that awkward conversation because she has a boyfriend anyway. She's not looking for anything serious. She's just a horrible person. (laughs) So, um, 
the thing, that's what we expected from it. And I was like, well, that's a silver lining. Yes, you're not going to get stalked. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. She, um, she, um, became obsessed in an uncomfortable sense. Um, and as I said before, there's different groups you go around with to places. We had our group we always hang out with. Sometimes there was pe- there's a couple extra people. Like, you know, we had a lot of good friends. Um, and then she had her own. But all of a sudden she's hanging out with us. Look, I'm fine with that. She seemed like a nice person. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Corey has a magic or cursed cock. But... <laughs> but something switched... <laughs> afterwards because she was obsessed with him and or just kind of like had this weird I'd look I don't know I don't know what happened but she was not the same person afterwards not the same person that's the best way I could describe it you know it's not like I knew her that well before but it just seemed like she was very normal very nice and just friendly person but I just, I just don't know what happened. And it became weird things. But it wasn't like, it's fine if you're hanging out with her. That's cool. But be involved in what's going on. And just you can kind of hang out, with, hang out with us and just be you. But she wasn't that kind of person I'd hang out with on a normal case anyway. And... And Jesus, look. But it just got awkward. Because she would say, it would be things like, she was just quiet all of a sudden, and kind of creepy. So when she's off in the group, like, so we went off, we're with our little group, and she's with us now. Whatever. But it's things like, we were at one point, we are in Milan, and I, I turned to Corey, dude, we need to go through that church and climb to the, the steeple and go to the top. And some of our friends were like, we're going to go to this shop. Oh, we want to check out this museum. We're like, okay, cool, we'll meet up for lunch here. Two hours. Sweet. And then all of a sudden, we didn't even realize she was with us. But she's been with us for the last hour with our group. And you just hear her behind me and Corey go, Can I come? And I turned around like, fuck, that was creepy. I didn't say that. Um, She knew what was up. But I was like, fuck, that's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. Um, And she... We're like, sure. And she's just this weird kind of creepy person now that's just kind of following us everywhere. And we're like, what the fuck going on? Like, it was just kind of... And it progressed over a couple days, becoming worse and worse and worse of always with us, can't leave our side. And if she couldn't be with Corey, she'd follow me because she knew it would get to Corey. And then she started following our friends that we hung out with because she knew that would get to us. So no matter what, she could pretend she's not stalking Corey while also stalking Corey. (laughs) And it was oh, so dude. creepy because it was just like, she's, the way she acted was the worst part. It was the fact that she didn't just follow, she acted crazy. Bishop was just like, quiet now, didn't talk much, was just there. And it's just like the weirdest thing. Could barely have a conversation with her. And the more I talked to her, the more I found she wasn't actually, she didn't have that much intelligent things to say. Because when I did talk to her, she came out with a lot of bullshit. And I had a few arguments with her over the dinner table several times. But everywhere, everywhere we went, she was with us. And it was just like, look, we why do you want to hang out with us? We don't get along that well. Like, it was just very weird. So, I, I just couldn't figure out 
why, other than Corey has a magical cursed cock. Um, so, I don't, I don't know. It was just one of those things for a while, and we it just kind of ruined the dynamic of you hanging out with your friends, but you just kind of have to deal with it. To me, that's my mate. I'm happy to deal with it. That's what you do for your friends. But to these new friends we're trying to make, it's annoying them now. Because she started following them and getting creepy too. And she was creepy to all of us. So one night, like, we're all sitting around without her. And we all go to Corey. Oh my god, Corey, we're going to kill her in a minute. Like, it was so long, so many days of this happening. And it was so creepy that we were just about to explode. And she once went to dinner, like, we all tried to separate because we're like, she's after Corey. So we're going to leave our friends. And I grabbed Corey. Well, I just told him, hey, look, man, I'm not having dinner with you if she's there. I'm going to go off with our other friends. And um, if you're there without her, come along. But if she's with you, you can find somewhere else to eat. Because we couldn't deal with it. It was crazy ridiculous. <laughs> Poor Corey. I couldn't talk to her anymore. I just couldn't deal with her. And none of us could. And I'm like, this is your, this is your, you know, hill to die on kind of thing. But we got him away. And we're all going to dinner. But there was another one of our other couple friends that we left on their own because we didn't want them to have to deal with her. Because they, mm-hmm. you know, they're a couple. They wanted their own dinners to have, you know, just the two of them. Nice romantic. They're in Rome or they're wherever we were. And all of a sudden I see these friends t- come around the corner and we're like, oh, wow, they made it here. We can have dinner with them too now because we'd gone down some alleyways. But next mm-hmm. to them, just about three steps behind. Oh, no. Is Bishop. Ah, uh, Fuck. And we all just were deflated and defeated. And so she's following them. They try to have a romantic dinner and she fucking follows them. That's how... And the next day, they were losing their shit to us. They're like, I can't deal with her. Corey, you got to tell her she needs to just leave us alone. So Corey had a few drinks to get up the courage. <laughs> and everyone kind of went off to went off to bed. And there's like four of us downstairs left. It was Corey, Bishop one other friend, and me. Everyone else had gone to bed in this hotel. We were in Rome. It was at the end of the trip. And I just end up in this argument with her about bullshit because she just talks so much bullshit. When we, I was trying to have a conversation with this other person. So I'm like, I'm going to bed. Fuck this. And this other friend goes, yeah, yeah, I'm off too. So we walk up. Corey's like, I'm going. So of course, she's like, oh, so am I. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> um... And she, so she, Jesus Christ. So she follows us up, and this. So this other friend ends up going on ahead. So it's just me, Corey, and her walking. We're in the hotel lobby now, and and Corey stops. He's drunk at this point. He's clear. I didn't realize he was drunk, but he's been drinking at the bar a lot by himself to work up this courage. And he goes to her. We've gathered you here today <laughs> because we want to tell you. Stop following us. And I'm like, I am fucking out of here. So I just go, oh, cool. And I just run. I run. I don't look back. I don't stay. Because I was annoyed at Corey for that. Because it's a bit unfair. I'm like, it's not my bullshit to have to talk to her about this. Don't. And and he brought me in. Like, it's me telling her, stay away from us. Even though I was, it's not my conversation to have. If you know what I mean. So Mm. I was just so annoyed at that point. And I just go up the stairs to get up. To, I don't take the other. I just go up the stairs. And I run into that friend I was talking to. And I go, hey, bro, you won't believe what just happened. So I tell him the story. And he 
was someone like he wasn't someone we were hanging out with in those little groups around. So he goes, mm-hmm. I, I, I ask him, am I the only person that thinks that she acts different after that whole Corey incident? And he goes, oh no, everyone else in the tool thinks so. She's acting crazy, right? And we're like, I'm like, oh, thank God. It's not just us <laughs> that think this. Everyone else knew that she was so different. He's like, she, even with the friend she was hanging out with before, she just acts weird now. That's what he was saying. He's like, she acts totally weird and different. And I felt better because I was like, it's not just me being a bad person or anything. Like, mm. it was just one of those crazy things. <clears throat> and <laughs> uh, and after all that shit, I get I talked to him for a while. And by the time I'm upstairs, Corey's already there. He took the elevator up. And Corey's pacing angrily. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And he's just under his breath going, I'm not fucking self-absorbed. I'm not fucking self-absorbed. I'm not fucking self-absorbed. And I'm like, whoa, Corey, what what happened, man? She called me self-absorbed, Tyler. She called me fucking self-absorbed. And I'm like, hang on, hang on. Are you telling me right now? Are you telling me Bishop, crazy Bishop, turned the conversation on you and made you the loser (laughs) in this situation? She trolled you. And he's like, she. I was fucking explaining to her all the shit she'd done. And I'm like, look, you're following us around. It's really creepy. It's not fair on my friends. Like, blah, 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 blah. But not clearly as well concise because Corey talks a lot of smack, especially when he's drunk. So it was cl- probably more offensive and nasty than this. And she just goes, <laughs> and this is her. And she just goes, I'm not following you. It's It's just all in your head. You only think I'm following you because you're just a self-absorbed person, Corey. I can't out with these people because they're <laughs> cool people. All Corey has heard from this whole conversation was self-absorbed. And then it's <laughs> muffled noise because he's just like, eye twitching. I'm not fucking self-absorbed. And I go to him, well, look at this story, Corey. You're kind of self-absorbed. I'm not fucking self-absorbed, Tyler. <laughs> and, and I'm laughing because to me, this is magical. I'm like, karma. And she is totally turned <laughs> and she's mind fucked him. But it also shows how crazy she is. She doesn't think she doesn't know she like I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know if she's a mastermind of mind games or she's that crazy. Because he, he goes to her Well, you hang out with Tyler, you're hanging out with me. We're travelling together and these other friends we were all hanging out with regularly. And all of a sudden you're with them and they're the coolest people now. He's like, it doesn't make sense. She's like, look, you're just self-absorbed, Corey. And he is fucking furious. Fucking furious. And I have to talk him down for like a solid hour afterwards. But I tell you what, she didn't She didn't follow us in the same way that she followed us before. Because now it gets creepier. Because now with the last couple of days of the trip, she's not there with us the whole time. But... But now it's, we're all in this, you know, the massive rooms where there's, you know, 50 of us, if we're having a meal and if you, you can feel eyes on you and you look over and just quietly, weirdly giving us evil stares for the whole rest of the trip, this super creepy, dark, evil stare, it was her always looking at us across the room. And we're just like, this is so fucking creepy. And she's like trying to add... Corey on Facebook, he just keeps declining. She tried like seven times within 24 hours to the point where he accepted, just so it said he'd accepted, and then he blocked her and deleted her. <laughs> <sighs> so, Jesus. 
we managed to kind of avoid her a bit. Everyone was so happy that Corey had said that. And then now, like, other people are asking us, what happened with Corey and this girl and everything? And I'm just, we ended up just telling everyone. And as I said, like, everyone knew. And it's funny, because she had a boyfriend, like, even Corey said, you have a boyfriend, what's your problem? In the elevator, she, up after they had this whole argument, they ended up in the elevator together, going upstairs. And she goes to Corey after this argument, saying he's self-absorbed, and she goes, I'm just wondering, other than Tyler, does anybody know? And he goes, oh, oh yeah, everybody knows. And, <laughs> and that is the story. That's Haven't amazing. seen her since. Had to block her on Facebook. That's just fantastic. That took almost half an hour. That was 25 minutes. <laughs> <clears throat> that is, it's, that has got to be one of the best stories. Is it? Is it really? That's good. That's good. I think so. I think so. I love Corey. Mm. He's the man. Because <laughs> he, he always said to me, and he said to me, after this happened, he goes, well, look, that's a gr- this is going to be a great story in a month. And I said, you're not wrong, man. You are not wrong. <laughs> oh, man. It is a good fucking story. Everyone seems to enjoy it as well. well. That's good. I hope you um um I hope you all enjoyed it. And Ace just fucking goes. Did you say you had an embarrassing story as well, Tyler? Oh yeah, it's uh, not really an embarrassing story. Well, you told me, didn't you? I could tell you a bit more exaggerated. Yeah, it, like I have I told wanna, you. I just want to quickly go into this. What's happening with Super Rebel right now? What do you mean? Because Abdullah just said Super Rebel's fucking mad, and what? then he said someone said someone said Super Rebel that his family should die. James, you should tell him to chill. Did he well, like losing his shit well, over we're his We're not going to tell him to chill. We don't know what's happening. Very confused. Like the fuck? I mean, let Super Rebel roast him the fuck back. He does that best. I'm pretty sure everyone understands that reference. Um, he's going off. Oh my god, he's going off. Oh wait, my I'm, god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a listen. Hold on. Last five I'm minutes. A... LOL. Hashtag fuck Jordan. Now, I want you guys to tweet him. Oh and fuck. Tweet at me as well. And this is it. Okay. Oh, if you guys sh- love Jesus me, Christ. if oh we are god. one big rebel family, we gotta roast Jordan. All right. Oh we my god. Do it. Oh so, shit. He's roasting him to fuck back. Five minutes. Which oh, is a personal shit, thing. I'm doing if it you're so smart, bad. You know what that means? <laughs> LOL. Hashtag. I'm sorry to everyone Jordan, in the stream right now. Okay? And I'm sorry to Again, people listening enough, to the podcast. You will understand later. about the last um, five min thing, okay? Um, this is a true story. Alright, when you get old enough, you have intercourse, alright? And the goal is not to last five minutes. Oh my but god. For Jordan, last five minutes, okay? Funny story. What's... He was pissed <gasps> off with me when I abused him. Um, oh, when I abused him about this in real life, he actually didn't speak to me for like two What's days. What's going on? on the bus, he looked like he wanted to this kill is me. I'm, I'm, kill you. I'm so sorry to interrupt this for me, guys. Okay, tag me in on Twitter. Last five minutes. LOL. Hashtag fuck Jordan. His Twitter link is there. Don't put it in the comment section. You need to tweet him this so he sees this every single day. Oh my pretty god. much. Well, he's gonna see it today. Oh my god. And this is rage. Them, okay. So, to the max. Let's see how many of you guys have tagged me in. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, oh my God. yes, yes. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's going crazy. Oh, yes. 
This is, this is, <laughs> this is a mad oh, master game. I've got this playing oh, on the stream, so I think everyone can keep hear it. Keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. Coming? Keep them coming. <coughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. All right. I want to join him, but I kind of don't want to get involved. Oh, hashtag fuck Jordan. I'm afraid. Oh, I'm so God. scared. Taking roasting to a whole new level. Oh, boy. Oh boy, this oh, I'm is so scared. So good. Are you afraid for your life right now? A little bit, fuck. Like, if you guys don't know what I'm doing, basically, um, Fisher Yarps, Sir and Lasers, um, I'm roasting my friend Jordan. This week, I was roasted by the squad every single day, specifically by Jordan, just like every other day, alright? So, what I'm doing now is I'm getting people to tweet him. If you refresh the page in the description, it says last five minutes, lol, hashtag fuck Jordan, and a link to his Twitter. So, my revenge is. For everyone to tweet him that. You guys are old enough, so Fisher Yarpster and Lasers, you will understand what last five mins means. Definitely, if you don't, you're too young, but <laughs> you know what that means. So it's more of a okay. personal thing, but he takes it as a joke, so it's not that deep, right? But this is revenge, okay? Because I was roasted every single day. Okay, so every it's a joke. Every single day. Right? And this is is it, it. it doesn't sound like a joke and to revenge me. Revenge is sweet. And loads of you guys are tagging me in. <laughs> Seems like he's mad as I'm gonna fuck. retweet everyone. I'm gonna retweet everyone. Everyone is being retweeted. That does say, "LOL, last five minutes." Okay. Oh Fucking roasted to the max. Roasted to the max. Okay, so roasted. So that's that. Sorry for the intro. I'll probably edit that out for iTunes. Right. Um. I have just yeah I've clicked off the for screen anyone, now. So... For anyone who's not live, that that won't exist oh, on iTunes or anything. Me, but, um... Jesus Christ! I'm scared. What? That scared me. That sounds legit, but he was losing it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> sounds like me on the 24 hour live. Exactly, I've done it. It sounds like me on the 24 hour live stream. That's what he's just saying. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, that was crazy. Wow. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, um... Wow. Okay, yep. Jesus Christ. Um... What were we even talking about before? I finished Tyler's Tales, that was it. What the f... Yeah, that was it. That was it, we were done, basically. We were, you finished Tyler's Tales, and then I was like, oh, um... I was gonna Abdullah say something. I was gonna say something. Shit. It might not be important now. Uh, what um, was it? Oh, it was the other. It was the other story, your story. Oh, all I was gonna say with that other story, I might tell that one day, but it was like it's funny because to my, it's the embarrassing story and it's also an Italy story. The fact that when I go to Corey this way, I said, "Hey man, you know how I do a podcast? I tell bullshit stories on it." I was wondering if you don't mind me telling the bishop stalking you in Italy story. He goes, "Go for it," but when I start my podcast, I'm telling the embarrassing story of mine. He doesn't. Okay. Act, he's not actually starting a podcast. He's just a fucking sarcastic asshole. Yeah, I got. I, I got. But for those who don't, but um. So yeah. So, so it is. It yeah, is I a mean, thing. It is a thing. Yeah. Your your story to me wasn't embarrassing as such. It was just. I don't know. It was just a story. Yeah, I don't know if I'll tell it. I might one day. Who knows? Maybe I probably will. Like, let's face it. I don't give a fuck. It'll um, happen. But it won't happen this podcast because that's the Tyler's Tales. That was a fucking long one. That was great. What now, a way to kick us off. That I do want to quickly. I, I was thinking we should discuss because um, BQ Overlord's been mentioning it, and he did email me 
of this stuff is the um the whole setting idea that he had. If I just read that off. The the um King Arthur one. Yeah, because he emailed me like um a list of like way more stuff, like the kind of like the overview of what the game would be about, rather than just because we had like the idea that we told to Luma, but he's got like there an, is there more an overview of how the game. Yeah, he out. sent he sent it to me on Facebook. Yeah, he sent it to me now. Yeah. Okay, so, so do you, you want to read? Uh, you can read it off, mate. Yes. Okie dokie, right. Okay, so this is from uh, BQ Overlord. So this is the setting for it being set in the, like, King Arthur period. Um, <clears throat> so it's so his little um, overview says, uh, being set in the 8th century AD in Albion, the story would follow two generations of assassins. In the beginning of the game, you would play as Garth O, some name that I literally cannot pronounce at all, but it's like this name. Anyway, um who was a master assassin and dabbled um, with the presence of the supernatural. However, most assassins would look up to him and believe him to be the successor of, of the mentor. Garth follows instructions to watch over, them, uh, watch over a man by the name of Merlin, who is said to be a wizard in training. Garth, having known the presence of a kind of sorcery in the world, takes Merlin under his wing. Templars are in, uh, in the form of witch hunters, the leader which is manip manipulating King Uther. Is that it? Arthur. Say that. Um, Arthur. Surely. Uh, but it, it begins with a U. Like, it might be misspelled, though. Uther. Might just be a misspelled, right? This is, I, think this is, I think this is set before, like, 24 years before the main game would take place. So I think this is set... Oh, shit, sorry. Oh, my bad. So it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to get their wishes. Uh, Merlin comes into contact with a first civilization member named, member named Minerva, telling him he needs to lay the pavers of his time for his legacy to take place. Uh, Garth witnesses this. Merlin is given the Sword of Eden, humbly titled Excalibur or Calibur. The sword possesses great power, and Merlin attempts to use it to bring peace to what he believes is right. However, Garth advises against it. Garth eventually gets his hands on the sword, and it responds to his DNA, making him slaughter a whole village of innocents, but also giving him intense power, which he gives into. Merlin follows him to the lake where it was found they fight over the possession of the sword garth believes it's too powerful for human use uh, when merlin uh, believes it is beneficial to humankind out of anger um garth casts it into the lake with um which which and then the, the lake freezes over with a spell uh merlin and garth parting ways after the fallout garth feeling disgraced breaking his tenant of the creed and goes missing um so after this it would skip 24 years when a new heir to the throne of camelot has been uh, on the throne for two years now arthur pendragon being a humble but wise ruler and con um, and con oh, i can never say that word like consoled but i don't think that's how you pronounce it by merlin the wise now a fully tra trained wizard um from here the story would follow garth's son tristan however tristan grows up on the outskirts of the city dreaming to someday become a knight due to an incident involving a raid by the saxons um that by the saxons aunt and uncle he was living with get murdered and he is left alive, but um, he believed that there is nothing left for him now, now and leaves for Camelot. As soon as he arrives in the city, he's encountered, uh, he encounters several hostile people, um, which he takes care of, which his takes care he takes the yeah, which he takes care of. Um, but Leia finds out that a tournament is being held by a king, um, and whoever shall be the winner would be knighted personally by Arthur himself. Tristan was over the moon and went to see how to enter and runs into an assassin by the name of Lancelot who tries to convince Tristan that it's too dangerous. Tristan being overly keen, writing his name on the sheet, Lancelot recognizes the last name and invites him to meet some people in which Tristan agrees to and 
gets taken what uh, seems to be a tavern where he's recruited into the Assassin Brotherhood. Tristan learns about his father and now wants to know more about his father and eventually finds uh, and eventually find him if he is still alive. Um, following these events, Tristan becomes a knight of the round table, becoming Sir Tristan. Uh, Lancelot also becomes a knight to watch over Tristan. Merlin tells Arthur where the uh, where to find the sword, which changes the tide of the war between Arthur and the Saxons. Tristan having to kill uh, Templars under the name of Griffin, Dragon, Snake, Lion, and Goblin. Uh, however, with each one, Tristan slowly comes to figure out that they were only pawns in a large conspiracy, which the mentor admires in Tristan. Tristan, becoming restless and more curious about the sword, tries to get closer to Arthur. Later, Tristan will be sent to rescue an assassin named Is Is uh, Isold. I don't know. In which they fall in love, but the story will end in tragedy, causing Tristan to sacrifice himself. Um, is Is old Is Is older? I don't even know how you say that. Uh, um, being pregnant with his child, we will see the last moments of the story from her eyes. Tristan will meet will meet his father, um, but where he is and what he is is unknown. So that's the basic synopsis. Thoughts. Okay. The um, it's an interesting setting idea, it certainly is. And I mean, we've talked about that before, and obviously, sort of even makes sense. A lot of play around with the first civilization. Um. A couple of things I'm not sure on mm-hmm. is maybe because I like the whole round table stuff, but I'd say I guess the way I'd see it looking in, you'd expect it maybe them to be a bit more of Templars than assassins, especially having an assassin be on that sort of council. Mm-hmm. You know, round yeah. table um, to have that connection. It just seems a bit I don't know, and I think. The only other thing is the setup or the prologue would be very long. Yeah, I agree. I think, unless you could do that, like, concise... And kind of flashback throughout. Yeah, because it might end up up being, like, Assassin's Creed 3 with the whole playing as Hatham for three sequences, setting up stuff that you could have set up with, like... Like, I don't know, like, a slight bit of dialogue. Yeah. 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 One of those things. One of those things. Well, man, there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's a good idea for a saying, and it's a good idea for things that could happen. Um, I don't know whether it will ever happen, but it is a very interesting saying because there's a lot of stuff you could play on with all the myths and legends of King Arthur and everything, and you could you could you could definitely make that fit in a Assassin's Creed story. I think it would work. I'd agree. I'd agree. There'd be interesting open world castle exploration and things like that. Only thing, though, that last name is a bit fucking crazy to announce. I assume it has some sort of deeper meaning, but um, if I can't pronounce it, it should not be a last name. <laughs> what is, <laughs> yeah, o- that is... I mean, okay, Owen, deal, birds of... I ca- Dude, let's, let's change that last name, eh? I reckon it's really easy to pronounce, but it doesn't look like it's really easy to pronounce. Like, I bet, it's not, I bet you when you pronounce it, it's nothing like how it looks when it's spelled. So yeah, yeah. Those are some pictures that he sent me, but the, yeah, those are those are just kind of overviewing everything. I um, I like the pictures, kind of given just an idea of what things look like, you know. What's up with the dragon? Why is there a dragon? Yeah, I was thinking that because I thought, well, maybe it's some sort of like it could be a defense mechanism for a vol or something like that. And there's then I'm no, kind of thinking, well, why okay, there's, dragon? No, there's no dragons. This is Assassin's Creed. 
There's no dragons. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's no need. I yeah. I love everything It'll else. Be... I love everything else, but no dragons. No dragons. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. Even as a hologram, it's like, but why? Why, why is it a dragon? A dragon? Hol- yeah, why, dragon why, would it, why would it be a dragon? Unless it projected. I mean, unless people were, like, dragons were a thing. Like, people, not an actual thing, but if people thought about dragons and it was, like, projected onto from Tristan's mind. So he's like, dragons, like, and then it's like, yeah, oh, but... shit, there's an actual dragon. But, I mean, it, even if it was that, it'd be weird to have an Assassin's Creed game where you actually, like, legit fight a dragon Cause even it, if it is a hot. And it... even if there's a reason for it, it'd be weird. I agree, because at that time period, it would be like the eye roll of, oh, there's a dragon, of course. Yeah. And it wouldn't, yeah. yeah. Other than that, I really like the idea. As do I. Yeah. Indeed. No. Yeah. Yeah, so, um... This guy saying, no lasers, dragon. No dragon. In Assassin's Creed Empire, the slave you will be playing as will be a slave Jew because the Jews were slaves to Egypt back then. Please answer. I don't think it matters. Um, no, uh, if you want an actual answer, I don't think he will be a Jewish person. No, but thanks for that. Um, don't see a reason for them to. I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. What's even happening right now? Oh, I, don't, I don't even know. Um, hey, look, <clears throat> what a start to the Kill Connor Club. Hell yeah! What a how many, how many likes we on now? How many likes we on? Over 100. We are on 105. Ladies Fantastic. and gentlemen, Fantastic. welcome fucking back to the Kill Connor Club. Welcome to 2016. Oh, this is, but this is where oh, we end. Shit. It's been three hours. We've done it. Yeah. 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 We we don't we 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 learned that if we go along in three hours, we're just struggle. We're on struggle street. Yeah. So um. Especially because it's quarter past two in the morning for me right now. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, and I've worked all day. Though I've got tomorrow off. Though I've got tomorrow oh, yeah. off. So that'll be good. Um, Great. Which I'm going to do like two weeks worth of videos because I'm away in Sydney for RTX for a while. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've got to do, get Assassin's Creed The Truth sorted, which will be a funny episode. Um, and mm-hmm. everything else. Everything else. What a fun one, man. That was awesome. That was great. That was great. Thanks for everyone who showed up and left likes and joined in with the stream. It's really, really cool. And of course, there is a new... I've got a new... In the description, there's a new section for specifically Kill Connor Club related things. So there's iTunes, the iTunes store. Um, obviously, it doesn't cost money. Just just, just going to highlight that real quick. It, they're free. Um, so if you want to download them on the podcast app uh, for your iPhone, iPod, um, iPad, you know, just download them on iTunes. There's a link down there. Um, also, there's a link to SoundCloud if you have an Android device or the Windows Windows phones. Can you use SoundCloud, right? Uh, well, wind, Windows, no, no, it's only for Apple devices. No, SoundCloud. Oh, though. SoundCloud. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. SoundCloud's for everything. That's what yeah, the yeah. point of SoundCloud really. SoundCloud yeah. for so anything. Sound, SoundCloud is for anything. And you can download the SoundCloud app for Android devices, Windows devices, everything, and iTunes is for Apple devices, obviously. Of course, and then there's also the Kill Con Club sh- shirts. Well, we'll be adding some more. In uh, during 2016, we should have some more designs up for the Kill Con Club T-shirt. For sure, relax. Super happy about that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Okay. We love you. When all. is the next Kill Con Club? Asks Nathan. It will be. Uh, we're planning on doing them every two weeks, like every other week. So it will have. If we have one this week, it won't be next week, but it'll be the week after. So like that. So the next one should be on the 31st of January, and we should be getting George on for that one. So. 
So that'll be good. Yep. And yeah. Yep. I think that's everything. I don't think there's anything else. Anything else we need to talk about? Obviously, like if you haven't already. Subscribe to both our channels. Um, I'll have to white kills in the description. That's alright. They know where to find me. In my, <laughs> in my solid two. <clears throat> so awesome. Fuck yeah. Goodbye, guys. See you next time. I'm just gonna quickly add your thing to the description, just 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 while I'm doing it. Um, so yeah, if you want to go subscribe to Tyler, his link is uh, top of the description. So go check that out. And that is it for the Kill Connor Club. Um, wait, wait, what? James, please show stuff on the screen, not your horse. What? <laughs> I fucking know. Anyways, guys, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you in the next one on the 31st of January, hopefully. Of course, we'll tweet about it and all that stuff, so the links are in the description to everything else. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you, see you next time. Bye! Bye!